0: So mixologists, if you love this show and it's ever made you think, you know what, I should make my own podcast, I say go for it. Let me tell you about Anchor, okay? Honey, it's free, pumpkin. Yes, free. There are creation tools. It allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, just like I do. You can literally even add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes, the possibilities are endless for whatever you want and can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, something the world's never heard before, or join the rest of us and talk Bravo, Housewives, Bachelorette, all those fun things you love in the TV you're watching. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, many, many more. All the girls will be able to hear you no matter what or wherever they like to listen. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership pumpkin. Literally, you put it out, you can get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. It's super, super easy. I love it. I use it all the time. I make this show and y'all love it. And you know what? I couldn't do it without Anchor. They make it so easy. They have the best support staff. You literally can reach out to them anytime. It's truly a great way to start a podcast journey. Get yourself out there. Talk to the people. Connect with the people that love the same things you love or people who maybe want to have a little discord with you. Either way, mix it up and let Anchor help you do that. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.f as in father, M as in mother, to get started. Download that free app, honey, and get you some podcasting. Hey, y'all. I'm Moni, and you're mixing with Moni, Okay. Welcome to my weekly mixer where I take your favorite Bravo shows, TV news, and hot topics, mix it with my opinions and some of my friends' opinions, a little shade, and sometimes a cocktail or two. I'm bringing in my POC perspective to shows we all love. Let's mix it up. But I'm never done Try on 10 looks just upon the right one Melanin pop bright like the sun Sun kiss and you wish to compare, hun Be careful what you wish, don't you dare, hun Try the one you see, the message wasn't clear, hun I am a woman of my word, cause I'm fair, hun Give you what you ask for, cause I care, hun Now you feel me, now you see me Exaggerate the eyes, feeling really pretty Jeff wanna be sipping, so I'm litty Call my crew, tell them meet me Hello, 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 mixed what is up? This is your host, Moni, and you are listening to Mixing with Moni. Okay, welcome back. I feel invigorated. I really think I am going to start to like play more music. As I open up my show, always just a little sample because you know,
1: don't Nobody want to be
0: sued now, okay? So just a little, little something, something, little snippet, little clip, clip, you know, just to get us going, just to, I think it really invigorates me when I come on here and I talk to you guys. It makes me not care if you can hear me or not. It makes me not care if, you know, I'm having a bad day. It just makes me feel like my energy will be so on top and it will be so effervescent and so transient, that it'll come from me to you over some speakers. And that's what I want. I started this week off with, if you don't know, now you know. I'm about to tell you. The song by Miss Hazel. Okay, screen name, stage name. I love a stage name. AKA Miss Monique Samuels from the show we're all watching, this season, because you're not a mixologist if we're not watching Potomac. That's been very clear. Um, you're really not even a Bravo fan, people, because Potomac is one of the housewives, so you gotta watch the housewives to be a housewives fan. But Hazel, a.k.a. Miss Monique Samuels, who is on the Real Housewives of Potomac, came out with a brand new boppity-bip-bop-bop bop, called Drag Queens. I I kind of love it. Okay, so... I've said it before I was an English major in college and that is like no one no one no one knows what to do with that and if they do please let me know cuz I mean, I'm studying to be a teacher because I don't know what else to do with the degree and I love kids. So if you don't know what to do with your degree, just go be a teacher or be a lawyer or or you can pick out double entendres in pop culture. And that's what I'm doing. I love this idea of drag queens because it's like the, the an anthem of what you would hear like on RuPaul, what you would hear in the ballroom scene, what you would hear in like a drag brunch. It feels like it was fun, flirty. Yes, yes. Shaking our shoulders or eating Brunch, we're having mimosas, possibly socially distant or at home, but it feels fun like what something a drag queen could lip sync to or could just perform to and probably has. But also, it's a double entendre, and I just figured it out, guys, because a certain someone challenges. Miss Monique, last or yeah, last se- two seasons ago. Oh, I, I watched them all. It's so hard to keep up. And she said, Drag me, Monique. And which, if Monique responds with a commenced dragging and she is a queen, it would make her a drag queen. Oh, wow. <laughs> Woo. That is fun. I love a double entendre. It really makes me excited. Uh, maybe uh, let's call it a double Entendre. You know, un double entendre. You know, let's be French about it. I mean, that's probably not French at all, and that's fine, but it sounds like it's French, and that's what makes it better. I would love to shout out Miss Monique Samuels and say, great song. I've bopped to it very many times. It is one of my faves. And. Miss Monique is a really good friend of my guest this week and that is where I got the courage to go on ahead and play this song um, that's done by a woman that, you know, has the money and the power to go ahead and you know legally act towards me but I feel comfortable playing this song because I just want you guys to hear it it was very small step in less than 20 seconds but I encourage you to go listen hopefully we'll hear it on the show this year um but if not go listen to Drag Queens by uh, Hazel aka Monique Samuels truly truly a one of a, a one of a kind song I really enjoyed it I've been bopping like nonstop to it. And it made me, I mean, it brought up my energy. That's exactly what it's supposed to do. It brings up the energy and makes me have a good time. And that's why I'm thinking I'm going to start more with um, giving the people what they want, which is just me in a great space, giving you great music recommendations to listen to and mixing it all up. You know, I listen to everything. So that is that. Thank you so much for coming back. We are going to do a couple of things. I have Steven from Faces by Bravo on today, whom I love. We have really great conversations all the time that no one ever hears. So it was really fun that I finally bring it on to Mike. I think we really had a great time. I mean, you can see by how long this episode is, but you know what? A lot of y'all tweeted me and wrote messages and comments and um, reviews on Apple. Thank you guys all for those lovely reviews. I love that makes me very nervous that a bad one's coming because you know, trolls are everywhere, but I love those and I'm going to keep my eye on those. Okay. Um, all of y'all said y'all like the long episodes. If you don't, again, I am grateful for whatever you get around to listening to, not to mention it'll be there forever. So if you run out of time now, just come back later. And if you really hate it, go find a shorter show. I have plenty. I'll write your recommendation before you have time to write, you know, mean words about me on Apple. So here's the thing. We're going to do some black excellence. We're going to do that first, and then we're going to do a fun, hot topics and housewives, eh, loose recap over Beverly Hills. And what's the other show that's on? Oh my God. New York. Wow. That's not right. Because I should have forgotten about Beverly Hills. That's the one that's a little less memorable right now. Um We're going to do that. And after I do Black Excellence, we're going to go ahead and get into All the fun things that have gone on on Bravo this week. I thought it was a really good week to watch TV for a lot of reasons. Most of them, Patty, but it's fun. That's what we do here. And yeah, so we're going to do that and we're going to mix it up with Steven. All right, y'all. So this week's Black Excellence goes out to Colin Ryan and Austin Gill, who are a part or who founded and are the owners and the amazingly smart employees of Oh, Lord, I did not take French in high school. I took Spanish, but we're going to try to get this right. Frere Bronchow. Frere Bronchow. Frere Bronchow. Okay, that sounds right. That sounds close. Frere Bronchow. Sounds like I'm not making this up. So, yes, Frere Bronchow Candle Company, but they say it's also known as FB Candle Company. Um, I will obviously... Uh, I've linked it already in my Black-owned highlights, but I will link it again in my promotion of the episode this week on Instagram and Twitter. Um, You guys definitely want to check out this candle company. It is, get a pen, type it in your phones. It's a Black-owned candle company by three brothers who are easily under the age of 18. I mean, one of them looks like he's maybe 10. He's adorable. They're very smart, very uh, accomplished, very professional. I want you guys to type this in, especially if you're looking for new candles. They're gorgeous candles. F-R-E-R-E-S-B-R-A-N-C-H-I-A-U-X. For those of you who did take French, Send me the pronunciation, but it sounds like when I've heard them say it a few times, it's Frere Braun Show Candle Company, also known as FB Candle Company, which will be on the shelves. They decided to start a company, a, a whole line of candles, because it says one day their mom, they asked their mom for money for like Nerf guns or something, and their mom said, start a business, get a job, and I. Love that response. It's very traditional mom response. It's very traditional black mom response. Um, I used to have to make PowerPoints to show my parents, especially my mom, if I wanted something and they were supposed to pay for it. They needed to really know and understand why I felt like it was necessary for them to spend their hard earned dollars on my own stuff. And the only alternative to getting out of that was get a job. So I did a few times. So I love this story. I love this idea. They're a- amazing Happy looking, well. Like just really, really, really good boys. And their family like dynamic is adorable. Their mom and dad are also a part of the business. They created these great candles and y'all, the girls, the candles are gone. The candles are, are going fast. The candles are, are doing their thing. Okay. Um, the Gill family, you know, they're, uh, they have 15,500 followers on Instagram for this company. They are, the social media is on point. The content is beautiful. The stage, the candles I mean this is just such a really well done situation okay um magnolia farms like you know uh if you watch issue TV chipping Joanna Gaines magnolia there's like their business they're in target everything like that they're a really big deal to the girls um <laughs> I like them too I'm not being shady <laughs> but magnolia did a virtual vendor fair celebrating black artisans, black makers, business owners all in all. And they were featured in that with some of their products that you can get. It's not even just candles. They have uh, oh my god, there's so many things to get f- to choose from and I really want this cherry blossom candle. I really really do. And you can find them online. Their Instagram, I mean their um Linktree and their what they how you can buy all their candles and all their products is in their Instagram bio. Um, they're also selling two ply cotton FB, like their brand, branded face covers and neck gaiters. They, I mean, they're really doing the work, and I think that it's amazing. They've been on GMA. They have been in different um, on um on different other uh, appearances and vendors and virtual things. I mean they're really doing it this quarantine. And they're going to be there in based out of DC. So you know I had to pull up and my support for them. And um I know exactly, you know, where they are. They have their own warehouse. I mean, they're kids and they have their own warehouse. They're really doing the work. It is just proof. You can be whatever you want at any age, at any time. And I think it's really important to highlight when this is what we mean by Black Lives Matter, Black Entrepreneurs Matter, Black Voices Matter, Black Artists Matter, Black Creators Matter. Listen, I'm a creative and I, I do a lot of work and I want to make sure that I'm also supporting other people who put a lot of mental work into stuff who, I mean, for me, I genuinely used to think it, there was no way anyone would listen to this podcast. No way anyone would follow me. I mean, I'm a Black girl in this world. And there plenty of times. I wanted to give up plenty that I was like, there's just no way I can keep doing this. It's really hard to be in this space with so few people around me. And now it's increased so much and it's increasing and we're integrating and we're connecting and communicating. And that is what this means. It is not simply keep us alive, though. That is the main part of it because we have so much amazing things to do in this world that matter and that could benefit other people, anybody. I mean, who does not love a beautiful... Beautiful candle. I love a candle. So, and I've had very many, and I've had very many amazing companies, you know, um, that I've, you know, gotten candles from, yes, yeah, since being on this podcast. But in general, I really think people should learn about this candle company. They're three brothers. They create 100% vegan candles in small batches. 10% goes to homelessness. And in DC, that is a major, major thing. Um, please support them. They will be in Whole Foods, uh, their local Whole Foods in D.C. on Florida Avenue very soon. If you are in the D.C. area, pull up to that Whole Foods. I know I will on the day that they finally, you know, get in I will be there July 23rd. I will absolutely start being there. They don't get to be there because of, you know, the pandemic and also they're young. I would not want them there. I would really prefer their families, you know, stay safe so they can keep making great candles, keep supporting each other, keep being with their family, keep being kids, you know. Um and but amazing business owners. We can also be that too, right? So we really want to support them. If you're not in the area, you can buy online. You can buy online. So please support. I'm going to tag it again and I'll put it in the description. Um, I'm going to start adding all the black, you know, owned businesses or all the black stories that, and black excellences that I do in the description of the podcast. You can check out Frere show Oh my God. I had it, you know, and now it's gone. Frere show um, Candles Company. Please support those, uh, the, the Gil's, um, family and, let's keep sending me these stories keep sending me these uh, businesses these black excellences you know all of that please let me know who you have your eyes on who you'd like to support and we'll, we'll we'll do it we'll do it together we'll level this playing field together we'll all just have fun being consumers and friends and all of the things in between okay so without Further ado, it is now time to get to the housewives and the mess of it all. And I have Steven here from Faces by Bravo. You know him by his memes, but we're going to talk a little bit about the man behind the memes. And he has a really cool connection to the housewives of Beverly Hills episode this week. I'll let him explain. that is it was it was like wow like wow okay um it's a really good connection so I hope you guys enjoy and thank you for listening up next Stephen from Faces by Bravo all right guys as promised I am back with the incomparable Stephen but you know him as the hilarious genius behind IG, the IG account Faces by Bravo. Welcome to my mixer, Stephen.
1: Hello. Thanks for having me. I am so glad that we are finally doing this.
0: Me too. I am so excited to talk to you. Many people love your memes. They love my opinions and they don't know about all the fun, amazing combos that we have on the sidelines, like in DX and stuff. So I thought why not record it and put it out for the world publicly? There's no trouble at all we can get into.
1: Not at all. Not at all. Let's do a press conference without press right now. Yeah, we'll just take no questions. I mean, that's what I do anyway. You know, I say and whatever I want. Put your paper and pencils down, everyone. No notes. No notes. Right no now. notes. <laughs> just talking. And if you don't like it, you won't
0: be just this is what you got to live with. You so got to go. You got to put go. your press on shirts away with all of your titles <laughs> and your snarky remarks and uh we're just not taking those right now if you don't know what we're talking about then you're just not a bravo fan i'm not a real
1: housewives fan you're not you can't discuss this it's and it's pretty
0: law like it makes Mm -hmm. perfect sense how do people say oh i love bravo i have like i love the housewives i'm a housewives fan account i don't understand that when they don't watch like one or two housewives one thing you're not really You're a fan account. You're
1: not a fan. Totally. You gotta you gotta be well-rounded and see all of them and especially be well-rounded in the best franchise that's out there. Hello.
0: And you I also don't understand people say things like, Well, I don't like OC, it's boring, so I just don't watch Housewives, honey. There's literally seven on TV right now. (laughs) You can watch one of the other ones. I don't understand. People still watch this one. If you don't like this one, go watch another one. Otherwise, don't complain. Totally.
1: There is so many to pick from.
0: And I watch them all. That's why I never feel bored. I'll just complain about it and then go watch another one that I like and then draw
1: comparisons. Amen. And then you can talk about how this one's better than this one because of this XYZ, you know, and or maybe, you know, this is why I identify more with this one. It's
0: yeah, absolutely. It makes perfect sense to me. I think what's so funny is that Beverly Hills and New York are airing at the same time right now. Because Beverly Hills could not be more of a drawn out process about any one number of bullshit ever. They have literally a gate every season because it takes 15 episodes to draw out a plot. Whereas New York, they were
1: brawling and then having dinner within 40 minutes. It was crazy. You got to love the Roni girls. They just really have it together in some ways, obviously. But um, I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. I don't know. I'm loving Beverly Hills this season. And I haven't since season five. Um, wow, that long ago. Uh, yeah, it's been since season five since I, and I, Beverly Hills used to be my favorite franchise. And um, so it was always so disappointing um, since season five. And then this season, I just feel a new energy, a new vibe. It's coming back, circling back a little bit to its old habits of having a gate of some sort. I will obviously Mm -hmm. agree with that. I will say in the beginning, though, it didn't feel like there was, like, any gates.
0: It didn't. It didn't at all. To be honest, I didn't know this is where we were going. It feels almost a little underbaked. Like, it looked beautiful on the outside, and Mm -hmm. as soon as you cut the crust, You realize that a little bit of it was like Ross, like watching nailed it. Like the cake is, it looks good, and then all of a sudden, then you bite in. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, and so that's because I really thought we were starting off really strong, and I want to say it may have been the break that really bit it in the ass because once we got back to realize after three four weeks that we were still on the same topic, I was sad. I was like, I did not wait three weeks for this. Like I'm happy you're back, but also. Why are we still here? So much of my life has changed. Why is it right. not yours?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I completely agree. That break definitely, because you were we were like we had the momentum going and that happened and it remind like you said, it reminded us that we're still on this topic. And right. The thing with this topic is I'm I'm sort of torn as far as like, and I hate saying this, but I see both sides in a sense. Um, and what I mean by that is I think it's the weirdest hill in the world for them to die on with this this kid's thing. It's like the weirdest hill for me because it's like, she's saying, just don't talk about it in front of my kids. It should be like overdone with like nail in the coffin. Let's move on. However, the more this is drawn out, I'm seeing especially with lisa rinna in this last episode when they were chatting at that lunch or dinner the way she's trying to talk to her like how you're just not addressing it and seeing any other point of view is like she could she didn't break the fourth wall essentially in that dinner or lunch or whatever did you did you catch that where she's like she was basically talking about like they're gonna they see everything you do on television, but she didn't say it in those words. she was trying to get it across to Denise and that lunch without breaking the fourth wall. I totally understand
0: and I think it just felt strange because in her very com- her, her very like next confessional rental mm-hmm. was like, I think she's using this show to change your image. And I was like, first of all, I would totally agree with that. I do think that Denise does want this show to somehow project a different image, which I understand. I mean, the woman's in court, most of them are not right now for the mm-hmm. children like she we started the season off with her being in court and then pressing her about going to court and handling this immediately. So mm-hmm. I kind of understand and Where I get off with these ladies is like it's twofold. It's you're saying, you know, she's using this show to change her image. And while that could be true, the only reason that you're saying that is because you keep bringing it up to literally do the opposite to her image. This was not, Mm -hmm. this didn't need to be a big deal. This is being drawn out because Mm -hmm. you want her to admit that she's using this show to change her image. And, but she would not have to. And she could be doing any other thing on the show if. Mm she was literally just left alone with this and Mm -hmm. then the other part of it i'm like how was it last year when camille brought up dorit's money problems they were all like There are just certain things we don't talk about but Mm -hmm. yet kids didn't make the cut that makes zero sense to me yeah that's because if we're gonna protect dorit and we're Mm -hmm. all gonna just sit here and watch her bid on seventeen thousand dollars worth of stuff i was like, wait a minute.
1: Hey You're now, don't come for my queen. Don't you come for my queen. No,
0: listen, I <laughs> love Dorit. I think she is, and we're gonna get to Beverly Hills. It's not even the coverage, but we're gonna get to Beverly Hills. <laughs> I love Dorit. I think she's actually having a really great season. Yes. And a lot of ways of playing the game. And I really like mm-hmm. that. Like, my favorite moment, I think might be in history, is her giving handing a mint to PK and then putting yeah. it in their mouths. Because yeah. in my opinion, they were doing that to see if, the, to hope that the audio wasn't going to get used. And I kind of <laughs> really love that theory. That, that is like,
1: brilliant. I never mean, thought of that. Her,
0: they were asking her, are you and your husband con artists? Oh, Who wants that air? I love that <laughs> producers did it anyway. But they put the mints in their mouths and they were like, hmm Because, you know, it's just like yelling bravo, bravo, bravo. That's so true.
1: they Oh my God, I oh. never saw or heard that theory. Did you say oh, that's that what we on say it?
0: Here, yes. Oh <laughs> my God. I feel like probably like the episode when it aired, I said, oh, they definitely did that to keep the audio from being. Aired. Oh
1: my God, that is such a good theory. I love that.
0: But I love it. I'm not going to lie. I really did yes. that. I don't and- like when I'm being played the game and no totally. one wants to admit it.
1: Totally. Like, let
0: me know you're playing. I'm cool with that.
1: I love that scene, just even though you know, like I'm a Dorit stand from day one. um That scene, I do love because she looks. They look like con artists in that scene. Like the yep. just the look and the the Bonnie like, and Clyde. The, the hat. Yes. The whole thing. Oh my god! It Who was set so her up funny. with that hat?
0: We need to call. <laughs> we need to have a conversation. I but I do lost it. I it was. It, I was like, y'all did that on purpose. But I do want to back up because I want to talk about. Also, some other things. I mean, many people already know your account. They're listening Mm -hmm. to this. They're already big fans because I post you night and day, day and night. Mm -hmm. But what most people may not know is that you're also a nurse and one of those healthcare heroes that we're all cheering for every day. Yes. Thank thank you. you.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: And how do you do it all? Because you're a nurse during a global fucking pandemic. (laughs) You're a mask maker. You're on the front lines. You're friends with housewives. You're making memes you're watching the shows on time how what hours do you have extra
1: you have beyonce uh, hours you have the same <laughs> hours as beyonce in a day i mean you know it's it's weird like i being a nurse working three days a week is really nice i work the night shift so one thing that is helpful for that is like you know after like I'm not on normal like daytime hours sometimes but on my days off I can catch up on all of my um all of my housewife stuff I can make my memes and get ahead of all of that stuff you know what I mean um so that's helpful um but yeah nursing is like my passion and my love and um the one thing is you know it can be a little heavy um working in my field and so Bravo is actually kind of my outlet of like You know escape sort of or heal or you know just to kind of laugh Mm -hmm. and faces by bravo kind of actually came up because you know um i realized i started working a ton like a lot of shifts because i was like everyone else is at work why i mean i have nothing to do i really have a hobby and i was like brunch can't be my only hobby (laughs) and can it I mean, I mean, I guess now, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> but before. before. Yeah, I mean, it was debatable. It could be, I guess. But then, so I, you know, I started Faces by Bravo, had no sort of goal for it. I just kind of, like, went with it as my, like, you know, this is my outlet. It just grew naturally, and I just, I'm just riding the, riding the ride with it, and I love it. I
0: love that. That's such a fun story. I think, you know, I'm always really humbled, you know, by success, you know, that I get because I don't find it to be anything other than one day I woke up and was like, I really want to talk about how bad this season of Beverly Hills was. <laughs> exactly. And no one will listen to me. So I guess I'll just have to talk to the internet, talk to the air.
1: And that's totally. exactly what happened. Yes. I mean, like, that's the thing, is like there's there is that demographic of housewives viewers that are literally just like watching it for like the wealth, the lifestyle, whatever. But then there's also the other side of us that dissect every little moment, every little like casting choice, the reunion seating, like um, how something was said in a confessional, what that could mean later. What does that mean for casting next season? Like just dissecting every little thing and those are my people and, that's what I love Mine doing too. I absolutely
0: love that. Uh, for your, you know, even though you're obviously working, for the little bit of quarantine and stuff, Tanya, you have, what mm-hmm. are you watching outside of Bravo? What is keeping you going these days? Oh, I may destroy you.
1: Yes, I may destroy you. Sorry, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Holy shit! Yes, I may I sp-
0: destroy you.
1: I just started that. Um, about like three or four apps in. Um, loving that and then um, RuPaul's Drag Race, of course.
0: Oh my God, okay, I'm late. I just got into Drag Race, but I started with All Stars because it was on Hulu, and I was Mm -hmm. like, let me just watch the All-Stars, because I don't have time to catch up from every single season of season one. You know, I have nothing yeah. but time. I don't have time. So
1: <laughs> it's I intimidating.
0: Like, I, I don't want to do that to myself. I'm going to be so new. I'm going to be tweeting things like, girl, I know yes. you're... And I don't want to do that. So I was like, let me just watch All-Stars. And then I realized they only had like one season on all, of All-Stars on, and I said, well, that won't do. So yeah. I went to On Demand and started with season of All-Stars that's going on, I believe, right now. Mm-hmm. And I I really love this show. It's it It's so
1: good. It so, hurts.
0: It, you, it's amazing they put on such a production in 40-something minutes.
1: Totally. It,
0: it's major.
1: And what I have, what I will say is, And I don't know if I'm in the minority or the majority on this, but I actually love old seasons of RuPaul better than the new seasons, even though obviously production value is probably a lot better now. um, So I would suggest, if you are going to dive into anything, like start in the older seasons, even though the production value is lower. I just love the old energy so, so much. Okay. Not knocking... Not not concurrent current stuff at all, but just I'm an OG um RuPaul watcher. And so I just like live for the the before mainstream seasons kind of deal.
0: No, I love that because I have liked I started with season two of All-Stars, and I oh, think that was like iconic. And, okay, iconic. great. A, I loved it. And I was like oh what is it, season cast, three or, or
1: 2013 or something like it that was, was a while ago it was a while ago and that was literally one of the most iconic seasons of all time like this, season four is my favorite of like regular RuPaul and then season two all-stars my other favorite like OK, iconic. great.
0: I had heard that before, so I'm glad I did that to myself. It was 2016. OK, great. Yeah. So I was like, this feels relatively recent without it being, you know, right now. So I loved it. I learned so much. And I am a huge Alyssa Edwards fan. Most people, I mean, yes. some people might have listened to this long enough. I was a dancer when I was younger, um, even competitively. So Alyssa Edwards studio I've always known about. Um, mm. She was doing things. Uh, her, her kids are a little different, or uh, a little younger than when I was dancing, obviously. But, you know, mm-hmm. you keep up with those worlds and stuff. And I was like, um, I watched Alyssa Edwards' show. It was on Netflix. It's called Dancing Queen. And I yes. loved it. I,
1: start, I, I started that. I don't know if I, f- I think I finished it. Uh, yeah, I, I watched,
0: watched it. It, it was the so energy. good. And yeah. I was like, and they go to the Roundup. And I was like, ah, I know what this yes. is. I know what I this met- is.
1: I met her at the roundup. Isn't that so crazy? That's amazing. When I was moving to California, I did like a two and a half journey, two, two and a half week journey across the country. And I stopped in Dallas and stayed with some friends and we went out one night and Alyssa was out and not in drag. And I like was so ecstatic asked for a picture she could not have been more nice like she was she even walked over like we tried to get a picture i was like oh there's no one around um my friends are right over there can we walk over there and he, she, he was like oh yeah of course let's do it and like just so gracious so i was so appreciative of him he was awesome
0: oh i love that that is so amazing i instantly was drawn to the season because Alyssa edwards was on it and i was like this energy is so magnetic i love this so I, mean, I really enjoyed that season
1: last night we were um watching like old clips of like rue um what's it called lip syncs and of course Alyssa and tatiana which you will remember that lip sync from the all-stars to mm-hmm. the uh, shut up and drive Ugh, everything i love it's tatiana. amazing
0: i'm always so impressed by that's i loved tatiana too I'm mm-hmm. always so impressed by how much they can get done in an, in an hour, like the lip sync battle is a major, you know, sh- it's a major production. The mm-hmm. challenge, the mini and the challenge they there's such major productions. And I'm just totally. like, here I am still arguing with Lisa Rinna over truffle fries and whether or not <laughs> we should have included the young children in the conversation. And I'm over here <laughs> screaming, you wouldn't yell about, talk about this in front of your kids, Rinna. And they're over there doing, an entire performance like a, a program worthy uh-huh. of a performance and I am just like I have got to step up my standards.
1: Sometimes <laughs> I don't yeah, understand my own
0: self, so it's fine. Anyways guys if you need something else to watch that's going to be exciting watch RuPaul's Drag Race all stars all the stars any of the mm-hmm. things do that for yourself for none other than the queens the queens are so amazing so i really 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 highly recommend that i am going to pause all right so i want to get into some hot topics with you um lots going on in the broad sphere this week even though we're all in quarantine supposedly um so (laughs) i just love knowing that people are just so out and about that i have so many more things to talk about but I also am really liking the adaptation of drama to, like, quarantine. Like, people are having Zooms, and they're doing it that way, but they're still me mm. something to work with, you know? Right. So, starting with OC, allegedly Emily and Shannon have just a positive for COVID, and that may be the reason why they are not on the trip with the cast. Mm. Um, and the cast is currently a cast trip. It feels very ironic and contradictory that we're talking about a cast trip during a pandemic, in which case two people on the cast may have the virus of the pandemic, (laughs) which is the reason why no one else is doing trips because they don't want to catch the virus that other people have caught when they go on trips during a pandemic. It just feels really
1: weird. <laughs> <laughs> I um I think I can confirm that the trip and production has been on pause.
0: Okay. I don't know.
1: I <laughs> yes, I mean um we're a very yeah.
0: secretive bunch over here, though my podcast has grown. I think people have caught on really quick to what Monty will, will and won't tolerate. So, mm-hmm. pretty much the only people you have to worry about them telling is me. They'll just come and DM me back and be like, So, you had Steven on, and guess what else I heard? And I'm like, oh, Okay, yes, let's gossip to each other. But then I'll have like to screen record and go tell it to the press type people. So, <laughs> nothing. The OC could use some positive press in the form of they paused production because their own cast got sick, like, the very reason, the very reason people is, are questioning recording right now and filming is because they don't want these people to get sick. And
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I believe that they're on pause for production. I, I. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> That's totally fine. Listen, I last week I reported things that I probably should not have said um, about <laughs> how they were going to be allegedly. I said allegedly. So the way they were going to be uh, uh, filming for mm-hmm. the like the foreseeable future, uh, pretty down to the details. But you know, it was alleged. You can't get after me. Um, <laughs> and I feel better knowing because I was like. It was all that I said, and I felt super comfortable. I was really happy. I was like, okay, these aren't terrible rules, and I've been taking this very seriously because I'm immunocompromised. Right. So like, this is fine. I'm okay with this. It's better you than me. It's not gonna mm-hmm. be me. So you totally. go
1: Totally. Yes.
0: Then to hear people got it anyway, I was like, this is the point. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> and yeah. I was like,
0: Hamilton, have you seen Hamilton?
1: Yes, Oh, yes. And Love my,
0: it. My, my my favorite song is Wait for It. And it, uh-huh. it literally starts with like well, there's a few different versions, but death doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints. It just takes yes. and it takes and it takes. And I'm like, hello. Be careful, y'all. <laughs> <Ew>. but, now
1: <laughs> but now we man, said it. Said, <laughs> it
0: doesn't discriminate. And now yep. we said it. Like, what?
1: Yeah, I, it's, you know, what's really difficult about all of this is, like, I know that we're all antsy to get, like, new stuff, new material, and all of that, Um, and I applaud the networks for trying to figure something out, but I'd rather, instead of things being choppy, just, like, wait it out, and I'm sure there's, like, a financial reason behind it, but, like, it's just, I don't know that it's worth it. Um, but there's I a financial
0: it. reason behind pretty much all the major decisions being made in regards to this pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something Rona doesn't give a fuck about this. Yes, finances. exactly. She's exactly. really proving she does not care. So I get the whole people have to return to work, businesses have to stop. But to be fair, mm-hmm. that is not the people's job to make happen it's actually their job to rely on someone or some entity to take care of them so they don't die trying to save their life like that right. just makes zero sense and i get that these women are trying to make a living for themselves and i we want that for them like i heard tamra's uh gym it, it really suffered because obviously it had to close down and i mm-hmm. don't even like Tamara, but i, I understand that <laughs> that is hard for her and her family however mm-hmm. The answer is not, oh, let's figure out a way to dance around this lightly. We don't know where Rona is, where she's hiding, and I don't want to find out. I don't want to go scavenger hunting for her.
1: I do not need to meet Rona. I'm fine with not want meeting her.
0: To. It's just because it, like the large myriad, like the the spectrum of people who are okay, symptomatic, not okay, death. i like, I don't want to play that game of like totally. so I'm totally home. And let me tell you something bravo you can make a lot of your money back if you aired some things that cost ads you know that we have not seen in a long time totally. I get this. they started doing this in the beginning but do it now i'm well, I... wa- not watching old seasons of beverly hills right now leading up to the new episode of beverly hills why not
1: well all that and also i mean i suggested way at the beginning like honestly you could take things like old seasons of like um some of my favorites in the past would be obviously real housewives of dc um blood sweat and heels secrets and wives amazing yes princesses long island all of those things that have probably were like 2010 they're like 10 years old air them as if they're new content like weekly as if it's a show like there's so many people that jumped on the Bravo train way later that have never seen that. Yes. And they're not going to buy it on Amazon Prime like my crazy ass. So why don't <laughs> they air it as if it's a new material? And there's so many of those shows that us OG Bravo lovers will say, I would watch this on a weekly basis, like as if Let it's a new show. Something.
0: If you put Tabitha Salon Takeover on right now, I will watch it from beginning to end. Totally. Episode one to the end. I loved Tabitha's salon takeover give this me a kiss so, so I'm right. taking over I loved that literally show.
1: actually that's that's me going to Bravo HQ right now give me a kiss yes, I'm taking over knees, we're
0: taking oh and, I mean you can't really go into the vault okay date my ex with Joe and Slate was a thing people so I know
1: Gretchen's. but are you kidding me I have to like I have to be honest I've never seen it but that's, put it out. That, that's something that I would totally watch. <laughs> I
0: want to see Chef Robley oh, yes. oh, and Co. Oh yes, Chef Robley! Oh my gosh! And people don't know Chef Robley is the reason that Kenya met her husband Mark. Mm-hmm. He introduced him to Kenya. And if you are responsible, is he a good guy? Or I was a just gonna guy? say
1: let's not let's not put paint that on Chef Robley. We love Chef Robley. <laughs> he didn't know
0: it wasn't even. His he didn't ball, know. God bless him. Like I really think that that's such a good like. There's a lot of good people that come through, you know, his restaurant and things like Mm -hmm. that. That was a really good time. There was Gallery Girls flipping out. We haven't even seen the, the. You know what? You tell Jeff Lewis that you apologize and just let him film the rest of it and let it go.
1: <laughs> I could see. It. I need I need Blood, Sweat, and Heels again. That was one of my favorites. I shows love ever. that
0: show. I used to watch Daisy on the Wendy Williams show. Like she oh, would come on the show. R.I.P. So, RIP Daisy. I loved her. Oh. Jersey Bell. I love Jersey Bell. That was such a good I, show.
1: You know what? I did like Jersey Bell. I for I mean I didn't it wasn't like my like I wasn't obsessed with it, but I liked it. Oh, tone it toned up or tone it up. Whatever. Oh, my God, yes, I
0: remember Those that. Those girls were
1: so funny.
0: I like the show My Fab 40th, where, like, husbands and stuff plan these elaborate parties for their wives for their 40th birthdays. Yes. Simply like, Simply, like, sweet, 16, like, 1916. It was at that time. Like, honestly, we're not picky. The problem yeah. is, like, <laughs> I can't be picky. Beggars can't be choosers right now. I'm just saying, open the vault. You have over 300 shows.
1: Yeah, like, granted, I'm... I'm not a business person, but I'm curious to know why that wouldn't be an option of, like, airing old stuff as if it's new stuff, like, on a weekly... Is it that they think it would not... In a business sense, like, would it not attract enough viewers to do it? Is there, like... I would love to know why that's not like an option. Is there other red tape behind it? I don't know. It's
0: gotta be a contractual issue of like advertisers and stuff. They probably buy ad slots because of particular shows or Mm. something. That's my guess. And I would love for any, you know, people who work in TV. I actually have a friend who works in TV. So I will ask her as well as anybody who wants to like, you know, chime in on this. But I would imagine it's that or like maybe contracts of like you got paid you know when mm-hmm. the episodes aired and they would might have to like repay them again or well something no like that. i don't
1: think so because like they re-air like old seasons of stuff and they you're don't get right you're you're, you're right. paid as a contracted per season you don't get like um what's the what are the royalties as a right. reality star so like, like
0: untying the knot was such a great show to me because i love the idea of someone divorcing people but mm-hmm. it being from the perspective of a lawyer.
1: I was gonna say, was, that was the lawyer one, yeah. I yes, love that one. she would
0: go through their assets and she would oh, call all these that. appraisers, and they would have like really weird things like a table and they'd be like, I'm holding to the table. It's totally. worth so much. And they think the table's worth like $30,000. And she
1: goes, so it's about 1500 So do you wanna sell it, consign it? What do you wanna mm-hmm. do? That and also probably another underrated one, Pregnant in Heels.
0: Oh my God! Yes, and I just did an entire reel on my Instagram of shows on E that had better one-off seasons, like they're better sleeper hits than Bravo ones. But that's uh-huh. what people Their sister networks. You can literally just show them on the other channel.
1: Totally, totally. Just cross over. I we know. Had a
0: lot of things by now. Some platinum life. Some WAGs could have been on. We mm-hmm. could have had some. Oh, so many things like i just, uh, I, uh, give me the keys. I'm taking over
1: too. Uh, yes, exactly. We're showing up. We're knocking on the door. We're going to enter the epicenter of COVID and we're taking over. Yep,
0: in New York. <laughs> we're just going to go to 30 Rock and uh, risk it all for y'all. Just like Emily <laughs> and Shannon. Um, but in all seriousness, I hope they have a very speedy recovery. If they do mm-hmm. have COVID, I really do hope they have a speedy recovery. I hope the kids are okay. I know mm-hmm. Emily got like a shit ton of little humans in her house with her husband and... Shannon too has you know her girls and I just hope mm. that everybody's safe and well and guys it's, uh, to everyone please just please take care of yourselves please be safe like, seriously do whatever you got to do I mean the amount of people that I had to even convince in the CVS to go get some goddamn multivitamins I'm like why I looked and looked at the manager and was like why are the vitamins on sale and he was <laughs> like oh because no one's buying them. so you mean to tell me no one's buying vitamins in a pandemic. I don't understand. Why not? Make it make sense. This sounds like a perfect time to get some, like, vitamin C chewies, if you ask me. Other than the fact that if you don't even believe in vitamins, they taste delicious. They're so so yummy. Get
1: those gummies. I love those gummies. I... You know, oh, I'm
0: get, I get all the gummies. I have B12, to like restrain the myself. Mm-hmm. Oh man, me too. I have to literally be like, you can't have more than three. The service yes. side says two, but you can have three. You're not going to die from a little bit more B12. I don't know no, if ma'am. you're a nurse. Am I going to die from a little bit more B12? No, I think you'll
1: be okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, great. Okay, perfect. All right, in other news, um, allegedly Jana Kramer is tested for, I guess, Beverly Hills or something she said it on a, somebody's podcast a mm-hmm. they have a podcast I guess that's a thing um mm-hmm. I don't know why or how because she was in Nashville yeah and I do love Bronwyn but people really were visceral to the idea of people moving to be on the show like oh. across the country and
1: Oh, Bronwyn thinking. didn't move to be on the show. I'm
0: about to say she grew up in Orange
1: County. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, she I didn't was, like, move to be on the show.
0: But you know how the girls listen.
1: Oh, I know a, a lot of. Say. I think a lot of people think she moved. Yeah, I do know that that was like a rumor or something. But she didn't move to oh, be on the yeah. show.
0: Okay, great. You heard it here first, people. You know. <laughs> I because can confirm that.
1: No explanation. <laughs> But the Jenna Kramer thing. So I don't even know she who she is. She would have move
0: to be on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know who she is. I, everyone's like was talking about it, and um, I think I even said to you I didn't know who she was, but yeah. everyone seems to have a visceral reaction to it. Um, I do remember hearing that there was two spe- specific people interviewing for Beverly Hills. I know of the other one, but I don't want to reveal it. But it would yeah, be we a want really to keep
0: that one's sacred. Yes. I'm here to tell
1: people. I told you, right?
0: Yes, and yeah. I'm telling you people, please don't DM me because you want this to work. I promise. Yes. I promise you want this one to work out. Right. I am praying for it. If it happens, I think Beverly Hills will never be the same, if you ask I, me.
1: I think it would be iconic. I think it makes sense. Um, I don't even, again, delicious. I, I don't the even Jana really know. Kramer, now. No. No. But, like, this yeah. other one, I feel like, Again, I didn't know this person, but a lot of people do. And based on what people have told me about this person, I think it could be very juicy. And um, what I was told whenever these two were being tested, or interviewed, I should say, not tested, um, is they weren't sure, I think production wasn't sure how filming is going to be for the next season. We don't know where like gonna be so they were looking for people with interesting home lives that if they have to be filming at home if they have something going on at home that they can be doing um okay that makes sense because yes. for both of them they so that's how i think Jana lives. makes sense maybe yeah because it seems like she does like she does does she have a podcast or something
0: so, for people who do not know, Jana Kramer is a country, loosely country music singer star. Um, she was on the show One Tree Hill, which was super popular when oh. I was a, a young person. And then I watched it again when I was like in college because it was kind of still a little mature for me. But it was very much I was a, I was a kid of the CW generation. Like that was my mm-hmm. thing. I loved CW. It was on CW. I watched one Two One O. All the girls. So. Mm-hmm. Really, she, and she was big on it. And then arguably she had one of the most successful careers after it. It was like her and Sophia Bush that really went on Mm. to do stuff. Like Mm -hmm. Sophia Bush is on all the Chicago shows. And Janet Kramer went on to sing. And she was like on the Billboard charts. And she went to the award shows and everything. Mm -hmm. But then she came, she was on this with the Stars. And she came out in like this really public way about how her husband cheated on her. But he had actually had a sex addiction. So it was like basically, and I hate to make it seem so simplified, but so much of her story is her sticking by him but praying he won't cheat on her again because he has a sex addiction. Like, that's a lot of her anxiety. It keeps her up at night. Like, Does she talk about it a lot? Uh, I mean, yeah. I think the point is that she'd be really open to it because, again, she came out in a very public way and was like, my husband has a sex addiction and I'm staying with him. And we were like, okay, girl.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, that's, what, that's what's weird is, like, I mean, good for you, good on you, but, like, I don't want to hear about it that much (laughs) I mean I don't know I
0: don't want to know that you're I don't want to feel sad for you either
1: yeah I mean it's like I I would I feel for her I'm sure but like um I mean that's just kind of the road you take whenever you I'm not judging anybody that would stay by their man in that situation because to each their own and like you can work through things, that's great, that's on you, but, like, you can't hold on to something in order to move forward kind of deal, you know?
0: I mean, I even have to say, and I have to give him a little bit of slack because at one point in time, he did play for the Redskins, um, who was changing their name fine a fucking in, mm-hmm. in my lifetime because I grew up going there and being like, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't <laughs> feel right.
1: What Something about what? this isn't right. <laughs> and I don't know what, I can't put my finger on it, but.
0: Right. Oh, and let me just say, sidebar, it kills me every day that we
1: both lived in the same area and did not know until you left. I know. Oh, the fact that we were at the same event. And I remember now that seeing you. so un but ner- I, I hate it. Yeah. Yes. It's so funny. Like, I literally so remember funny. now that you said that you were there, I was like, oh my God, I remember seeing you either walking in or when we were leaving, one of the two. So it's, it was... It's
0: just, uh I'm gutted. Why I always make the friends when I'm not around? Or, you
1: <laughs> know,
0: I just, even another one, like, oh no, bravo, one of my really, really amazing IG friends. I always do her live. Um, mm-hmm. You definitely should go on her live. You ever oh, we did. The time.
1: We did one oh, the did? other day. We did it oh impromptu, Um, not on her, on mine. I was, I saw that she was so uh, doing the plunge into, um, what's it called, uh, Summer House. And I just did that during quarantine because I I will admit it, everyone would say, like, they're watching Summer House. I love Summer House. I just, I was, like, not ready to take it on. And I don't know why. Oh, honey, me
0: too. I mean, and
1: so, like, dragging my feet. I still am dragging it's my feet. Not so
0: good. I binge good, it so quick. So I'm so upset. And yes. I like their idea of Quarantine House. I actually think oh, I idea. love it. Love I actually it. think it's something that they should consider doing. They should not think of this as, like, an idea. I totally. think if you put all of New York in the Berserk for Quarantine yeah. House, you would have content for the rest of Bravo's existence.
1: Totally. I I posted, like, a long time ago an idea of a Real Housewives big brother at Bluestone Manor. like, And I picked like, a amazing. cast of, like... P- women from different franchises to put in there like di- for different seasons and i just think it would be so good
0: i think so too um and lastly in news brandy did not film the reunion the shot for beverly hills which apparently was shot at home which i think would also confirm that production might have been on pause because at first i was concerned i was confused as to why oc would be filming in california but um, Beverly Hills would be shut down unless I know L.A. especially is is different in a lot of jurisdictions.
1: Gonna, yeah, I was gonna say I think in, in all the, the ways ca- it's different. Yes, I think the caveat there was um, where they filmed the trip maybe was not they were they must have been able to get permits um, or like that city that would have been the the long trip um but in Orange County and like LA I'm sure there wasn't like filming permits or something that
0: yeah they could that, that that does make sense and I feel like you might have even been on Bravo especially in lieu of you know with respect to Shannon and Emily um mm. possibly having COVID it's just like a we better be safe and totally. we better be safe than sorry because if one of them get it then they can't for the reunion and you are screwed talk about a yeah.
1: You need totally. that reunion,
0: and you need it quick because the shows are bad women, So,
1: well, Brandy did not obviously film for the reunion, but she did say that she's going to do a one-on-one with Andy. I don't um, know
0: why she's owed, it, especially well, if she is. They wanted her. Dad's order.
1: I actually, I understand whatever she came out with an article um, explaining what happened, and I actually understand the the reasoning for not having her and doing a one-on-one because she made a very good point. We They allegedly mutually agreed, probably it was more Bravo, but mutually um, agreed that um, it was better for her to not come and because it, it would have been like a Camille at the end and what it would have shifted focus to too much on Brandy and she's not even a full-time housewife and so mm. it was like it was like they were looking at it as like we want these women to hash out all of their issues as these main housewives cast fo- or main housewives um, and full time cast members. They don't want it to all be focused on Brandy, if that makes sense.
0: Oh yeah, that makes sense. If that's but I agree is- that
1: like Brandy should have her day in court essentially.
0: I'm about to say it feels like if that's the story they're giving us, I'll accept it. But it does feel like if they were going to bend to anyone, it was going to be Denise. And they were going to let her tell her side, you know, Mm -hmm. herself. And that's just my opinion. I feel like they were going to go with the money they already spent versus Brandy, who though it would have been good television, you needed Denise to come. You just did. And you need her to participate fully. And or, because they, if, if the numbers are correct and what they paid her at the beginning, if any semblance of that is true, they're going to want to protect that investment. And I can understand that because Denise can do a really good job selling it for herself, what happened, what didn't happen. And if the women are good at their jobs, which they should be, they'll mm-hmm. be able to be Brandy's proxies and talk about what they know because they can break the fourth wall at the reunion, so.
1: Yeah, I will say, I mean, I believe Brandy, as far as them hooking up, Um, like, I don't, I literally don't understand why this is an issue. They probably did hook up. I don't think Brandy would lie about this. And I think she does have the receipts on it. And I am interested to see how it all plays out. Um, what I don't think is, I think what could be damaging and what maybe is, like, the problem is how it's being painted as this big affair, as in, like, you know, they had a secret relationship and all, whatever. But I do think they hooked up. I, like... I I don't know
0: why it would be a big deal that it wasn't a fair. Like, I get it. Yeah, you may have cheated on your husband, but I don't really understand. This sounds so bad. I don't understand why even that's a big deal. Like, at least in in the world of housewives, Mm -hmm. this feels mediocre. This feels very tepid, lukewarm. Like, we're not talking about some, some, like, major cheating scandal, unless, you know, which I really wanted Bravo to address, and I hope they do at the reunion. What we got, no subtitles from from Bravo, because I tested this out three times. But we got, so if you have subtitles that you can just CC for yourself, mm-hmm. they cut off the subtitles when Aaron says, you know, don't tell me to shut up or I'll crush your fucking your hand, a, allegedly. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't see us going there. And they gave zero, you know, hint that they were going there and Mm -hmm. unless any of the allegations of denise's affair is going to hurt her in court or think it could hurt in her relationship we won't know until denise speaks on it which is exactly why you know i'm curious to see what she has to say but she's also in cover-up mode so i want to know what the real motive is for them bringing this up because this feels so like okay you want me to not you want me to be shocked that brandy was doing some very um, slut friendly activity. <laughs> I am not shocked. You oh. want me to believe, or you be shocked that Denise also was doing some slut friendly activity? Y'all are the same I mean, ones who are always like, she's wild things and she's threesomes. And I'm like, so duh, so who cares? Why is
1: yeah. the That's what, that is kind of my point on all of it is like, it's not a big deal. They hooked up, whatever. Like that's to me, If it it must be like affecting her in some, like, I keep forgetting about the court thing, to be honest. I didn't realize it was the kids that she's fighting for right now. I thought it was just more of, I forget at the beginning what they they were talking about bringing to court. Oh, it was child support, wasn't it?
0: Right, and but so, it's not like
1: him trying to take the kids, though, right? I don't think
0: he wants to take the kids, but I think that especially with California being
1: ugh, wildly a no a, a no fault state in
0: divorce, which I think really fucks people. Yeah, ass a lot of times. Totally, I think it was there was the child support, but there needs to be. Um, it's kind of like what happened with Bob Whitfield and Sheree. It was mm-hmm. like, if she's asking me for this much money, um, then one, I would rather it be in time. Like, I'd rather, mm-hmm. you can do that. You can, like, say, I don't have any money I need to put it in time. And mm-hmm. because he may not have his money, because Denise alleged that he didn't have a lot of money left, um, right. you know, there needs to be some strong arming if he's not holding up his, uh, his bar- end of the bargain. But it seemed like he catapulted this. Yeah. So, because they were in New York and he was, she he was making moves and she was like, I'll handle it when I get back. But right. I mean, she obviously went back and then it, things are going down. And so like, I just, I feel for the kids. Hooking case. up
1: with Brandy and talking about threesomes is not going to affect your child support.
0: <laughs> it's not
1: going to affect your child support.
0: I mean, if I was a good lawyer and I hate to give this, you know, idea to lawyers who are obviously listening. Um, mm. I would argue that Charlie's life is, you know, though different than most people would, you know, imagine as suitable for their kids. Right. His ex-wife is just as free and no different. And yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a fetch. It's a far fetch, but someone could make it. And I think that to me, I feel like that's what she is trying to avoid: is any hint instability. And mm. any correlation to him being a wild thing, because mm. she's like, I think she probably does paint a really big picture in corner of like, that was my old days, and I was trying to make money for my kids, and blah, blah, blah. And I was, right. but now, I have a step, on my board and a beautiful, I'm married, we live in the house, we're in the school district, we're active in the school, those type of things.
1: Right.
0: But you're out having affairs and giving happy endings. I know, man. You're basically guess... Charlie's, it you know, what make sense, you married him.
1: I think that's just like why I'm when I say I'm getting annoyed with Denise is like you you signed up for a reality show and this is like here's the thing like when you sign those papers your likeness all of this anything can come out and like that's what you signed up for not to say that like that's always gonna be fun it's not gonna be fun but Rinna has such a point in that where like all of our shit is going to come out. And that's why she said, like, in, uh what's it called? Santa Barbara, like, we have to own what we've done in our past because shit's going to come out and, you know, you just got to own it. You can't run away from it because if it's going to be addressed and it's true, you're going to look stupid running away, not just either owning it, shutting, it, or like, proving that it's not true or whatever. I don't know. I just think when you sign up for reality television as a full-time cast member, you're held to this standard to like, listen, we're diving into all of your life and things that you're not going to like are going to come out possibly. And that's part of the game, but we're paying you big bucks to be on this show. So show up, talk about it. Let's get it over with.
0: I mean, listen, if you stole someone's goddamn house, they're going to, we're going to find out. We're going to
1: talk about it.
0: We are, we are. Let's talk about your ass. Yeah, <laughs> let's do that. I mean, if they're going to ask Dorit and her husband, are you con artists? I feel like they're going to do whatever they want. Because I was, yeah. I was gagging. I said, I'm sorry, what? Oh, I know, Jesus, right?
1: Y'all are bold. Ooh. They went in, they went in. But They
0: went in, I mean, to be honest, they could have gone a little deeper, but that's a conversation for later. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, okay, so with that being said, we might as well just go ahead and jump in. To Beverly Hills for this week because last week though this week was better last week I ended with them and it just felt like I was eating a rice cake after mac and cheese <laughs> it just felt like going from yum to blah and I don't want to do that though this episode wasn't really blah for me it's just that New York was so electrifying I gotta I gotta save that for last it's gonna feel like we're gonna okay, we're gonna eat the apple pie, we're gonna eat our refuge and get the stuff that we need from Beverly Hills, and then we can get to dessert.
1: Sounds good. All right, so,
0: dramatic opening. is Kyle driving to Camille's in her fancy red car, her fancy red Porsche. Um, I'm so sorry if you're a Kyle fan, because I'm just not. I don't hate her. <laughs> She's just there, like. I have and,
1: my opinion, I, I like, so I actually talked about this last night. I, I like Kyle. Um, But if you would have asked me in seasons one through five, I probably would have said, no, I don't. And here's why. I think that a lot of people won't admit this, but Kim Richards is really like the driving force behind Beverly Hills. And none of us really knew this until she was gone because, and that allowed Kyle to sort of get a rebrand, I think from season six through now with Kim being gone because I think Kyle is a different housewife than she was from season six through 10. She doesn't have the feud and the um, and the drama with her sister so frequently and aired on television. And I think during those years, I really struggled with how their relationship was and I more so on how Kyle was to Kim. So yeah. now that we're not seeing that, I think Kyle, I'm, really really i think kyle comes off just so much more likable and more you don't see the the that i guess that that sort of content if that makes sense
0: that makes total sense to me i feel like i said indifferent to kyle there are days that she upsets me and then days where i'm just like okay so um i don't get out of bed for okay housewives though so um you I will say, with someone else that loves it girl <laughs>
1: yeah, i will say I am glad that she, at least at the beginning of the season, um, you know, was going through, like, was getting railroaded, essentially, because I think she's in a tricky spot where I, I know she's, like, the OG, and she's been there since the beginning, and I don't think they have plans of getting rid of her anytime soon. But oh, they I, won't. But I think what is a tricky spot for OGs, and I say this all the time, is... When they get to a certain place in the show, um, and they've been on for too long, they if they start to play narrator too much and not be fully in into the drama and be like, sort of like the whipping post or the one that people are gonna come after, then you start to lose viewer the viewers as uh, like as someone that you wanna watch because. You're just watching this person like pass around the drama of what's going on around everyone else, but you're not actually fully in it. And if you're an OG, you're being paid the most, you need to be front and center in drama, not just play, passing playing telephone.
0: I completely understand. I agree as well. Um, she's driving up. We don't know who she's meeting. Surprise, it's Camille. She goes, hi. And Kyle just whips off her glasses and looks at her. Hi, Camille. And I was like, oh, y'all better go ahead with this. I was like, my eyes never rolled harder. And I work with children, and my eyes roll a lot working with kids. (laughs) Because they say things, and I'm just like, oh, God. But this was so dramatic. And I truly was reminded that pretty much everyone on this show is a performer in some capacity.
1: I, you know, I kind of live for it a little bit. That was, I mean, it was so dramatic and so, like, over the top. But, you know, you got to laugh at that, I feel like.
0: (laughs) Were you happy to see that we were talking with Camille? Camille, the the, the, the narrative, the narrative we're given is that Camille calls her up and then calls her, I don't know why I'm here. Because production told you that you gave them nothing and that they need you to go get something and that something comes from Camille.
1: Fun little fact, I, um, (laughs) at the Vanderpump Dogs Foundation Gala last year, and Mm -hmm. she was at the gala, and I talked with her, and she literally had just announced that she was filming, like, the day or two before, and had just filmed with Kyle, um, (laughs) right before that, and, um, I think I think this is another thing that a lot of us aren't talking about is it's it's interesting I think Beverly Hills had filmed a lot longer than they're leading on and Oh it they did. It. Yeah, and I think they cut like 2 months of filming on and left it on the cutting yes. floor. So which... I've
0: talked about this before. We were they did not start filming before Kyle's um fashion right. show that actually came months into it like they were there they were filming for a while and the the rumor was that they basically told women like we don't have a lot it they've done before right they did it with southern trauma like, you gotta amp it up ramp it up or we we have nothing mm-hmm. so that's why we cut to mm-hmm. october and i think some people got so excited because they thought that if we start at the fashion show with all the things we know they filmed, this must mean we're in for something, like whatever they had was worth. right, But they still had to call in reinforcements.
1: I mean, they have all of the OGs coming back. I mean, Kim's gonna be a recurring friend. Randy's a friend, essentially, like, um, a recurring guest. Um, the other thing is, I, it kind of makes me wonder, because we lost all that footage, I remember when all of them started filming and early on, they were all, all the blogs were coming out saying like, you know, everyone's pissed at Denise. Everyone's, because she gets preferential treatment. She's always not showing up. Like the rest of them show up and she doesn't. I'm wondering if this is like, again, a weird hill to die on, but like a weird sort of punishment towards Denise for like, not showing up in the beginning. And we're not seeing her not show up because... Like they cut all of that footage, if that makes sense.
0: That's yeah, I think that's it's possibility what caused this dynamic um, mm-hmm. between all of the ladies because it does seem like it came pretty much out of nowhere. Um, mm-hmm. I am also happy to see Camille back. I know people are very, you know, visceral to her, but they they're the same people who are saying the show is boring. So I'm gonna say like, it's one or the other. It can't be both. Right. So It feels like, you know, at the moment she's necessary and weirdly I take her side when she, when people say things like she's awful on Twitter, they're all awful on Twitter. That's the thing. And this whole idea that they have this alliance together actually really bugs me because I'm just like, it doesn't need. I don't, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know that. I don't like, Mm -hmm. I like to see if you're going to have a click, it's three people or less. I don't like the idea of like half the cast is in on it together won't talk about this and won't talk about that. And then they're like, well, someone says, you know, that's on Twitter. Yes, girl, because you look like the mean girls. And we don't want that. We want Mm -hmm. to see, I want equal opportunity shade. I want everyone to go on everybody at all times. Yes,
1: yes. I love
0: that. I don't like when they gang up on one. That's what makes it really hard for people to be on their side because Denise is not flawless. It feels like you're forcing people to side with her because why are you still talking about this? This just feels so unnecessary. If we're Mm -hmm. in the double digits of episodes and you're still in the same thing, we need to move on. Like, we need to move on. It's just not worth
1: it. I totally agree
0: i'm glad Cam- camille Camilla's back because i think she can give us a little something extra and she did and we'll get mm-hmm. into that um i love seeing garcelle being a boss chick showing her work meetings a room full of diverse women all making a movie and i was like this is fun I yes. like this. i really enjoyed that and you actually really raise a good point because people are often like garcelle's never there either mm-hmm. and it i'm not gonna lie it does feel like a little bit of unfair uh critique because We've had actresses on this particular franchise many times work, okay? Eileen Davidson was working, like, every day. She just had no choice. They right. had to work also. But it makes me wonder, did Garcel shoot other stuff when they started shooting and we're just not getting it because they cut so much?
1: Yeah, that or... I, I wonder, like, because Garcel and Denise are kind of, like, big names. I wonder if they literally are given a little bit of a like not a pass but it's more you know a little little literally also i think like they are probably they may have filmed like them going and doing their shows and stuff and we're just not seeing that um that's why i think it was strategic for teddy to invite the whole cast to her like work event um right. like because she i don't think it, it would have made it. Yes, but I don't think it would have made it to air. So it was very good strategy. If you bring all your castmates to your stuff, it's going to make it to air. Whereas, like, they're not going to bring all of their castmates to the set of Bold and the Beautiful and, um, like, Garcelle's movie and all of that, you know? So I think there's a mix of all of them. A mix of, like, just, you know, they're busy.
0: And they do know that. I know they know that. I mean, mm -hmm. I've said it before when I covered, you know, my going to... Um, uh, Potomac filming event it was like if if the cast is there it's going to be on air longer than two and a half minutes because Mm -hmm. even Bronwyn was like you could be there for seven hours and it'll it'll be on there for two minutes like max and that that happens because I was there a long time so I was like I was yeah. on second round of pancakes, and they yeah. were still going. <laughs> and
1: I was just like, Amen to that. I'm going to keep
0: eating these pancakes, and y'all just going to keep getting that footage. But it helps when everybody is there, and yeah, they can't bring everyone. Mm-hmm. But Teddy, honey, if you want them all to come, do a better invite. That's all I have to say on that. Yes, um, ma'am. But Garcelle even said recently in an interview that her and Teddy actually did film some scenes together when they went. And they were feeding the homeless and I would, I, they, they better do it because it mm-hmm. feels it, it feels like Garcelle got a little shady too and told her like, hey, let me screen your invites before you send them out <laughs> and I'll make sure that they will actually get a response. And I, let me show you, here's how to do it. Be here at this time. <laughs> and I love to see that. I love this assertive that Garcelle has. I think she uh. did a really, really good job. Mm -hmm. of just being amazing just being a boss i love her so much
1: i am obsessed with garcelle i think she is i and i hope she comes back next season um i think she is so deliberate she is so um like the way she she's eloquent in what she's saying she gets her point across and she just has edge to her as well. And she's she is not gonna put up with bullshit. She'll just tell you how it is. And I like, I'm obsessed with her. I think people are not giving her the credit she deserves because we're not seeing as much of her as I would like to see. But I think she has opened up more in one season than Erica has in four or five.
0: Hello, and, and but may I say, people who are like well Carcel's not giving me a lot I forget Teddy Mellencamp is on this goddamn show every week I forget uh, until the last three and a half minutes of the show where she shows up mm-hmm. and then I forget again when no one's talking there and she's not saying anything I literally wrote in my notes last week when they were at Sutton's event oh wow Teddy said something
1: well I and was shook that they she didn't have a confessional who Teddy yeah, that's that episode so, she did not have a confessional. But they gave I've Sutton heard. a confessional. Okay, gave... so
0: I've heard some rumors on this. I've heard that Teddy was actually demoted to friend of at the allegedly when this filming began or was supposed to begin. And it was it's not a secret that Sutton was supposed to be a full-time housewife. Everybody right. knew that. She was supposed to be full-time. Her husband wouldn't let her film the kids. Um right. so Allegedly, if that's the reason, then it makes sense that they would then bring Teddy back. So, But it also makes sense why she didn't have a lot of confessionals and doesn't seem to have a lot of talking parts, because mm-hmm. she wasn't supposed to. But they had already had all this footage with Sutton, so they aired it anyway. And, mm-hmm. and hindsight, that was a smart
1: idea, well, so. I love that li- literally Teddy did not get a confessional, but Sutton got the confessional of her reading Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could help Thanks Teddy, so I, I think I can help Teddy with um, some style choices,
0: <laughs> like everything. Oh, ooh, ooh, okay, Sutton, if you feel ambitious. Um, <laughs> so, I love seeing Marcel. I, I really think that she'll take more time. I think she's actually, even though she hasn't filmed a lot, she's giving us so much more in every one of her films And to be honest, most of this cast on any given day. I mean, she's giving us her home life, We have Mm -hmm. barely seen any of the other people, the other women's home life like that. I have Mm -hmm. not seen a single other kid other than Lily Garcelle's. I'm wondering why that is. Like, where are your people? So, Garcelle has given us ex husband, new boo after only eight days. She's Mm -hmm. given us chocolate Michael Mm -hmm. and white Michael. And she's giving, she explained the story about her ex husband and how she wrote a letter to all their friends. Look, she's given us a lot. Her son, she cried about her son, you know, mm-hmm. having problems with drugs and giving her a grandbaby. Like, are you crazy? There given is us so more. much. Yes. I'm really grateful because I'm like, wow. And it's refreshing to me because we know so many of these stories already. I mm-hmm. always say we need refreshers because I don't know anything about new people, but I know everything about old people. Right. I've watched and these kids grow up.
1: I think. I, and I think next season when she comes back, I really, I really want her to be more involved in the group stuff. And I think that will be like a conversation that th- that would be had for next season. Um, but as far as what she does for me, like, um, like on one-on-one, I think she's a fantastic housewife. I want more of her friends to be on there. I want a friend or another full-time housewife of one of her friends. I want.
0: Um... I would put Sheree almost in Garcelle's place. And it's not like that they are interchangeable. I just right. think that Sheree has so much more time on her hands. And for people who don't know, I mean, um, Sheree, one of Garcelle's friends, who's Smith's ex wife, and mm-hmm. the mother of his first son. Mm-hmm. I really want to know. And I, the reason I think she probably wouldn't is because she did. Hollywood X's on VH1, but that was mm-hmm. short-lived and we have evolved so much since then. Yeah. I wanna know more about her and I think she'd get mixy and I would love to see even her and Garcelle be on there. If you know mm-hmm. Garcelle's a new friend of, she doesn't wanna film more. I would mm-hmm. love to see both of them on there. It's like we can't the city, it'll be fine. Just yeah. two. <laughs> Yes. Them, you know, don't blame I... me, you really want two
1: of them? Yes, I <laughs> do, I want two. Well, on that note, actually, like, I even coming into this season and, um, and Garcelle has talked about the pressure she felt as being the first black housewife on Housewives Beverly. Yeah. And, um yeah, black housewife on Beverly Hills, sorry. Um, and I honestly like going into this season, I was like, even if she takes a step back this season to kind of feel out the gates or like feel out the show, I'm totally down for that. And so then for the next season, she can dive right in. Because I think there is a lot of pressure on her for that. And that we've got to give people, man. we've got to give her that credit. Because, like, I think there, it's, it's a shame that it, it's that way. But there's she yes. had that pressure and I want her to last. So I wanted her, no matter what, I wanted her to get comfortable and feel all out and I was going to give that a pass no matter what
0: absolutely and I just want to especially make this disclaimer since you bring it up whenever you um for anyone who is listening to this if they've ever been a minority in any situation you know when you are the token that doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you say no to everything because of it is right. it's your dream job and it's good for you. And she said it filmed in LA. So she wanted to be by with her kids for once. And she got to even film with her kids. That's because he saw so much of her at home. And that's something she didn't really get to do, being a working actress all the time. So she really wanted to say yes to it. But it doesn't mean, it doesn't negate sometimes when you feel like you know you were the diversity hire. And mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, it's definitely a big challenge sometimes sitting down and going, so what am I going to do with this position? I know why they hired me. But am I going to have the space and capacity to do what I think I can do with this role? Do I, mm-hmm. am I going to have any red tape? Like, is it going to be too much? Like, when do I switch into it? You know, because co- I code switch all the damn time. I code right. switch on this podcast. So mm-hmm. it's like, do I code switch? And is that too much? That's what they're expecting? What's the audience here? What is the, totally. what, what are we dealing with? And I do think Beverly Hills was the right cast to do it on. I think it would have, I think it worked. Best with them. Right. Um, I actually think I was not worried about how they were going to handle it. I did not get the same concern. And after everything that went down in Dallas with Carrie, I was concerned right. about integration. I was like, oh, see, this is why we can't have nice things. Right. Because I don't right. know how to act. So I felt right. like this was right, but I can understand for me as a black woman who has had to do this dance in a setting where I am the only um, black woman or one of the few, or even like the only woman, I'm like, okay, what am I doing here? And what is, what? how do I play this? And she really just might've been feeling it out and doing the best that she could with that. And I think that's, I've given her so much grace and I mm-hmm. get that so many people are like, well, we want more, Garcella's so great. And that's true and she is being herself. She just wants to see how it is, Received mm-hmm. because we cannot pretend like the backlash is not going to be different between Garcelle and someone mm-hmm. like Deree.
1: but totally. you
0: are going off to someone you hate, uh, if it's any of the women on Beverly Hills, and it's it's the plastic surgery, it's you know that type of thing. But you get like a Jackie, and all of a sudden things get anti-Semitic. You get carried mm-hmm. all of a sudden. So are you Mexican and proud or not? Or you a and you know it wasn't going to be cute if she did not feel out what her jurisdiction was. And I Mm -hmm. think she just really needed to feel out the audience and really feel comfortable. And that's with Mm -hmm. a lot of jobs. And like you said, it took us four seasons to really develop this love for Erica, but also an understanding for Erica, like who she is Mm -hmm. as a a human. One of the Mm -hmm. only scenes you ever filmed with her husband was this year. That was probably the longest we've heard Tom Girardi talk ever.
1: And him showing up to the, like the astrology moment like that was that was right. amazing and then you know them in the office with chicago learning about chicago like that's that's more than we've seen a lot like i think and the last time on. was like the dinner with like maybe rina and doreen
0: this is all alleged that's real quick Okay, we are back. We took a little water break. and to get that H2O because obviously we are thirsty. Pun intended over here.
1: Yes. Uh,
0: Okay, so now we're going into, we're getting it for Kyle's benefits. We go to the house and Kyle is stressing. Kyle, Kyle's anxiety makes me anxious. It's so bad for me because half of me is like, well, I already spend my life anxious all the time, so I don't, really like, I don't like watching people spiral in front of me. I'm just like, please, yeah. no. Because <laughs> I also am going to start, like I'm very, you know, it's ages for me that way. But you're not, also Kyle, you, didn't really, you, didn't, you don't really do anything. You sign the checks, <laughs> and I need you to calm down. Because I understand you wanted to be perfect, but you hired an event planner, one that you've worked with before, whom you know can produce a good product. So we love Glenn, Glenn in
1: this house. We love
0: Glenn. Glenn looked really great. He looked he a little fitter. He looked bright in the eyes and the face. I was really happy to see him. Um, and I'm like, so let Glenn work, honey. He'll be fine. You have your staff and you have Dorit, who's literally saving your show for the second time in one season. Uh. Because if you remember, Dorit walked in and was like, basically, you're doing, you're doing your fashion show wrong, girl. So you <laughs> And she saved it and I was like, Bless this woman. You have a really good. You picked the wrong person to be your best friend on this show.
1: It's Doree, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I just love Doree so much. She is, she is my queen, and I'm sorry, Kyle. It makes me laugh when she spirals. It's just because it's so over the top, and I love that Dorit is will take moments to shade her on when she comes in to save her. It's it's yeah, so great. Yeah,
0: because it's, she's like, oh, you need me again? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I love that. So we're at Kyle's benefit and we, I need to clear up how the benefit works because a lot of y'all were responding and it's not y'all, y'all are smart, but a lot of people were responding and I do not understand why did she spend so much money if she could just give it to the hospital because ladies, people, girls, guys, everyone, girls. <laughs> Kyle spent six figures that's roughly a hundred thousand plus dollars the goal is to make 200,000 meaning no matter what Kyle spent the hospital all of that however she probably wanted a number that at least exceeded how much she spent so she knew that the hospital you know got a really good benefit and it was worth it because she said if it didn't happen she should have just given them the money so if it costs if they make less than how much she spent, so less than her six figures amount, which would probably be less than two hundred thousand, then she would not be, you know, feel like it was a good, it was a good event. Not to yes. mention, it is a tax write off, guys. It's not coming out of her like mm-hmm. individual pockets for no reason. It's a tax write off. It's probably coming out of the agency, or she has so much money. They have money, so this is about a tax write-off doing something for good something for charity she gave it to Mauricio which leads me to believe he probably did pay for it and she just put the whole thing on um because it had to do with him and they made 200 they made 300 which means that still they matched the goal they did more than the goal than they were expecting Kyle's money was not in vain she now invested less than they made and nevertheless all the money went to the hospital and it didn't go back to Kyle. Like it all goes to the hospital and they didn't have to spend a dime. And that's the point of someone else throwing the benefit. They don't have to spend any money and can just take all the money and go feed and help and like nourish the children back to good health.
1: Amen. And shout out to them are doing this because this is my hospital and this is my unit that they were talking no about. Kidding. So, ah. I, uh, I never talk about this ever because I I don't want to, like, mix my, like, Bravo world and, um, you know, uh, in my professional life. It, I have to say that that is the, was such a beautiful thing because that is my hospital and then I work on the unit that they were sort of referring to for, like, Mauricio had neutropenia. Um, I work on hematology oncology so that's that's it was very cool to see
0: and and you know what I will say this and I'm not even just saying that because you work there this is like the only time I've liked Kyle that's all it's going to be fine it's going to be good when i are going to have a party period I mean I get like that Mm -hmm. too but it's also because I'm cooking cleaning dressing decorating doing it all myself I don't have a team and staff but of course, you get people who you know will do a great job when it's something that matters. She didn't want it to be half-ass. It wasn't gonna be half-ass. So, you right. know, enjoy the night. They they <laughs> met more than their goal, and that made really happy. But I just found a lot of people questioning why didn't you, why she did spent so much on a party? Because, honey, it needed to be perfect. It's for the goddamn kids. <laughs> it's trick. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> You know, look like, like I mean, I, I I know people don't hate children, but as a teacher, to hear so much of the discussion mm-hmm. and the rhetoric around like my job as a you know like, you know send them all back to school because they used to love teachers when they were homeschooling their kids and now they're like oh my gosh you'll be fine and I'm like yes. okay. <laughs> thank you
1: <laughs> I applaud all teachers I I I'm I give you so much props my mom's a teacher you are a teacher like I could not do what you guys do like it is. You're literally oncology
0: like, and oncology for children. I would literally die. You couldn't have me there.
1: I wow. would just be
0: hugging all the babies and they're immunopompromised, so that won't work. And I'll just be like, come <laughs> here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I can't, that's why I went into teaching instead, because I'm allowed to hug them when they're crying. There it's you go. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's, it's wonky because you can't do it, but then you're like, when they're like three to five, you kind of have to, like, no matter what. Yeah. Like, if they're, they hurt themselves and they're crying and they look at you, it will curse you out very quickly if you don't hug them. No, phone
1: uh-huh.
0: will switch up quick. So uh, it
1: will switch real quick.
0: <laughs> all that to say, we had to spend money on the kids, people. That's just yes. how it works. And in order for them to spend money on the kids, Kyle brings in the big guns. And I have to say, this was a power play for Kyle because I have never seen so many people that we all recognize in one room. It was not just Brandy. It was not just Tim we had chris jenner we had kathy hilton we had kim richards who i was like Kim energy is so fun i love kim even though i, I worry
1: for her i love kim kim she is was so much everything. fun <laughs> i love her so much she's just and i realized it's so funny i feel like i my taste in housewives is like the quirky like the quirky ones like kim i stand sutton i think sutton is just so funny and I she's think so Fun. she's really unintentionally she's fun funny and that's what makes it so good
0: <laughs> it's really fun that way i like it when they're a little bit different a little off the cuff and they're a little bit more open with me a little my you know yeah i really and i think it's one of the reasons that i am uh, you know relating to sutton so hard is because in her confessional, she's always saying something with a smile and a giggle like yeah i sent everybody that i haven't worked with an
1: evil that he cheated on me <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <guess it's> <laughs> i love
1: this game (laughs) exactly like i just i also just like think back to the dinner with her and kyle and like the second episode when she's like um what's it called yacht rock and she's kyle's like what's yacht rock she's like like (laughs) yacht rock like music that you play on a yacht and she's just like the wheels are turning in her head her eyes are like not even looking at kyle it's like looking down at the table it's like she's not understanding why she doesn't know what Yacht Rock is. And I just like, it was just that, those little moments that just make me laugh so hard.
0: I absolutely love that. I really, really did. Um, we also had Adrian Malouf and Paul and both of their significant others. I thought that was fun. I think Adrian needs um, to consult Paul on some of her future cosmetic changes.
1: There's, um, there's been some choices. Yeah, some choices.
0: And yeah, yeah, some of that I'm like, oh yeah, that was a choice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um we had Brandy, we had Camille, we had Eileen, we had Kimber. I love Kimber because she's always there when Camille getting into some shit with somebody. It really makes me laugh how much like mm-hmm. Camille lets us know that Kimber is around. If people would remember there was an event back in question last season that uh-huh. Camille went to, I think Lisa Vanderpump's opening of like her cocktail garden in Las Vegas. And she mentioned on Twitter, I was with my friend Kimber. And I was like, so Kimber gets around to all the fun stuff, huh?
1: She's just making the everything
0: go down. Yes. And I wonder what happened to DD. Oh, I can tell to you. i those old friends.
1: Uh, DD is, I believe, living in Seattle. She's a makeup artist now, and her and Camille are no longer friends.
0: That is. Tragic. I know that Camille and Allison Dubois are also no longer friends. She told Andy that she won't talk yeah, to her. And I'm like, I mean, I can understand why. You really made her look
1: whack. And, <laughs> What's and funny way, though. Love, I know. Like, we live for it. What's, it. What's it. so funny is like, I think you could remember, I remember seeing Camille trying to calm Allison down a little bit. So Allison did it all on her own. It was just those damn cocktails.
0: Oh, <laughs> all grown women, and they're all grown women. And I'm like, oh, please. Uh, I don't even, and we'll get to blending it on the letter in New York in mm-hmm. one second, but I am always curious to see what Kimber would have to say. I just want to know. Um, we get Renna and Camille interacting, and Camille seems like she wants to be in good spirits and try. She's very good at that Beverly Hills hello, uh, where she's like, we're not going to talk about this here, but Renna, Rena, in an effort to be like, I'm super real. I keep it real. Okay. She's like, Camille, good to see you. You're an asshole on Twitter. And then she said that about <laughs> four times. I and I don't it. understand why after four times anyone would probably want to bite back. You know, I'm just gonna say it. Four, you got you got one time to call me an asshole. That I'm at. Once we get to two, I'm a, I'm gonna say some things back. I'm gonna make some choices. We're gonna make choices together.
1: That was so funny. Like Camille could not catch a break that night, and I mean I, I fully understand her. why. But good for her for riding it out. See Denise. Take a note from Camille. She wrote that shit out. Yeah, she did. I mean, she literally Camille just up. got destroyed by Teddy. Rinna, like won't talk to Dorit like, or Dorit won't talk like. She she stuck around. I applaud yeah, that. Has, um, she showed a up to work. I've
0: never seen. She, I,
1: showed, she showed up to backbone,
0: work. She did. Mm-hmm. She has a backbone, on, unlike anything I've ever seen on Beverly Hills. I think her backbone. It, it, that's one of the things I think. I one of the reasons I don't dislike her, though. I think you know some of the things she says are very problematic and questionable. I don't totally. dislike her because I can. It's hard not to respect her. I mean, the woman literally watched her husband put her on a show just to cheat on her and divorce her, and I think she handled it better than a lot, and still was very human about it. But her backbone is insane. And it comes, a lot. Of it comes from her own narcissism, but oh, that's cool for sure, with it. it's good on
1: TV. You know, she loves that Jesus complex. Yeah,
0: she's like, <laughs> wow, they're really wrong. That's why they're telling me these things, and I can just say whatever I want back to them. Like, that's not how that works at all. <laughs> that's not how a fight happens. They're mad, and they are. They have feelings, and you're hurting them. Don't yeah. do it, and then they'll be over it.
1: <laughs> totally, I oh. you know I do love Camille in a. I hate some of her problematic thoughts, but um if I can erase those in a sense, I think she she really does add like to that group of women.
0: Yes. And I know your thoughts on this person and this. But I need to say it for my people because I just, I have to, I have to keep it real. Like Brenna, Mm -hmm. um, really wants us to believe she got money? She really does (laughs) $17,000 on things. And I am like, girl, I've seen the documents of who owns your home. I've seen them. So I, and I had to pull a lot of strings to see those. Oh, I pulled, oh, I called everybody. Not the new home. Oh, the new home, honey. I no. found some things. So, uh, yeah, it's very convoluted, but she is working real hard um, to let us know. And I was very shocked because I just was like, I know you would probably Rent the Runway's top customer, and that's fine. Cause I'm about to do <laughs> too. I'm working hard to be a Rent the Runway customer. So this is not a judgment on that. I just love it. I'm like, oh, $17,000 does the judge know? I just Ooh. wanted to know if the judge knew. Right? He probably saw it now. You know? But uh, you know, it's totally. all settled. She can talk about it. So it's fine. It's all settled. Oh my God. Made, So I believe her. But um, she wants us to feel like Steven and know that she's right. That's all. That's what's happening. She does. She does that
1: for us. And you know what? I feel like it's I for the kids. She, I, I feel Sometimes. like she's richer than we all think, and I, that's I all I'm gonna say like, on that.
0: I feel like I want that for her because maybe, <laughs> just maybe, she'll just—I mean, she's in no way a Lisa Vanderpump. She wants us to remember that she's just simply designing, and all of our oops—I mean, a boop the a um just the one, which apparently we're gonna see because they have um, apparently filmed. Teddy's Baby Shower at Bucca They sure Buc-a did. Beppo. I oh, literally was,
1: I was so confused whenever those pictures were like leaking. I was like, how the fuck did Beverly Hills end up at a Bucca de Beppo for Teddy's Baby? I mean, it's kind of on brand for Teddy, like, it's <laughs> a little, <laughs> but like, also, I never-
0: na- <laughs> Yeah, I could
1: literally would not have pictured Beverly Hills ever- attending Buka de Beppo. But now that I know it's my, my queen's new um, business venture, we, we're going to stand Buca de Beppo. I have to say, stand. I love
0: how much they give, um, uh, like how much they support each other, even backhandedly, because, you know, she goes, you know, I'm designing a Buca de Beppo. And no one in any confessional was like,
1: didn't okay, shade so. a word of it.
0: No, no. You know, everybody even goes, you know, I love the chicken parm. As good as this <laughs> girl is, I'm like, oh, she really wants us to believe she's a regular girl who drinks corona and occasionally has the chicken parm from Puka De Beppo.
1: Amen. Like, that's,
0: that's some friendship. I really appreciate that. I actually drove past my very first Puka De Beppo I've ever seen in my life, like two weeks ago, in DC, and I've lived here my whole goddamn life. And I was like, that- where did the Buca de Beppo game
1: come from? Oh my god, where I bet you it's, you it's the one. Is it the one on Connecticut and like in DuPont? Yes. Uh, of oh it my is. god. I am <laughs> dying because I was just about to tell you um, my little tide. I've only been to Buca de Beppo once, and it was in the one in DC. It's so funny because my, my aunt and uncle were like visiting for Thanksgiving at. My mom's in Pennsylvania, but I had to work at the hospital Thanksgiving night. So they drove down to DC and we went to Buka to Beppo real quick for dinner before I went into the hospital.
0: I'm sure (laughs) because let me tell you something. You say, Is it the one on Connecticut? There is no, I'm telling you, there's no other one in the whole goddamn area. I, totally. was, I keep looking like the only other one is like maybe like an hour and some change away from it. And it's mm-hmm. in a town where it's suitable. I will say that makes sense. That works. That tracks for that city. Um, yes. I, and it's like the small one in DC too. I was like, Oh wow, there it is. Mm-hmm. And I've only ever noticed it because of Dorit. So if anything, great marketing girl, those that lemon room really did it. Cause I'm here. I get it now. Now, totally. go, but you wouldn't get any of the money because it's a chain. So, um, <laughs> All right, I'm done sharing Beverly Hills. We will move right on, on over to New York, and we will let this be the sweet, savory treat that takes us out for this week. Roni, did we enjoy?
1: I always enjoy my Roni. I always live for it. They're my comedy queens. I, I know everyone is reading them to filth this season, saying like there's no direction there's no like real storyline it's just a mess but you know what this is the only when this is the only franchise that i let get away with that they are the only ones that are allowed to do that and i will still stand because they're funny they're oddly relatable in some ways like it's just like i don't know i i I, I live for it, but it is that no, weird. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Like, I mean, I just there is that weird like feeling of like, are we enabling a problem? But at the same time, like, oh, we are. I know, but I can't. I can't stand not watching and laughing and encouraging. <laughs> I could not agree more.
0: I am very upset with myself sometimes about what I'm allowing to go down there. Because Roni has given me so many problems. They are what, for what we criticize Dallas doing one time, Roni has done in parts a million times. And that is being insanely insensitive, very mm. problematic, very politically incorrect. And I'm over here just like, you know, Luann's never looked better. That's a really good haircut on her.
1: I she, love it. Uh, you know what? That woman is aging so, so well. We give Ramona so much props. I was just about should. to say that. Which we we talk about Ramona,
0: which is great, but I hate to say it. She just looks good for 70 to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I get it. People love Woo! her. To me, she just looks good for 70, and I think that's great. I think she looks great for being 60-something or whatever. She looks great for her age, but to me, yeah. she does not look ageless. The idea that she still thinks that she looks like the sister to her 26 year old daughter. I promise mm-hmm. you they're saying that would be nice. You look great for your age. She but looks fantastic
1: me, for her age.
0: Luann is something, she made a deal with some devil.
1: A hundred percent. And I will make that same deal if she could like fill me in. The skin cells are
0: tight. The wrinkles mm-hmm. are at minimum. The hair is perfectly glossy she's filled, but not
1: She's filled but not too filled. Like. Right. And she's to be honest,
0: even we're seeing Sonia's confessionals from home. She's finally back from that, you know, retreat that she's been drying out, in. and you know, she came back after for quarantine. And mm-hmm. even Sonia's face, her face looks are settled. We've been seeing her go through the facelift face mm-hmm. recovery on the show. I even think she looks great right now. with like her Wait, face facelift, amazing. Well, face reconstruction surgery. There were some things that went on. Oh. before do you think before, before filming started absolutely oh i think she just recovering. gained
1: weight i think she just really? gained weight oh yeah i, could I...
0: Have swore she said that you know she was it, it was recovering that's why she was filming and her face settled over oh, time it was maybe. very much so well then let me say allegedly honey i'm gonna put them chimes back in but, yes. allegedly put that but allegedly put in, in there but it was it, it, I remember people saying it was just like the Vicky Bumbleton that year, where the face just had or the face work hadn't been done yet, It hadn't dried uh, out yet. And so I'm curious if it was
1: done. I think the reason why, like, I believe you. I the one th- reason why I'm like curious though is because she did recently talk about like her weight gain and all of that, and I think I thought she was attributing her face difference to literally like she gained weight and we're going to learn more about where that stemmed from blah 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 in the coming episodes and now she's like better and lost i don't know i i can't remember i'd have to listen because i don't feel like she looks me- like i don't feel like she looks like she's had a facelift
0: right i don't feel like okay so it look, to me when i saw her pictures and stuff during the summer of last year so pre- obviously pre-COVID when they had just started filming a lot of her face felt injected but yes or filled
1: settling. she definitely but, looks like she's been filled
0: but hadn't ironed itself out right? yeah and,
1: totally and, and, but
0: now it has and it's really settled and it feels more natural and now to me it looks like money well spent and that totally. spent money so totally yeah, so I'm all cool with that. So that's fine. I mean, she looked at Sonia to me, but mm-hmm. then I've also heard her say many times that she gained weight because she was drinking and stuff and all these things. And then I I'm think like, antidepressants
1: okay. as well. Yes. I think made a big but these problem. but see
0: this this concoction is not new for Sonia pre and post filming. I think that's yeah. where people got the idea that it might have been a little something more. A little which something you know different. whatever Sonya whatever Sonia tells me, I believe. I I don't care. I love Sonya. so whatever she tell me. I'll just go with it, whatever she wants to believe. I will let her wink to me all day. So whatever you Love want that. me to know, Sonia, I'm cool with it. Um, <laughs> and, and you're right. It's only for New York that I like get away with this kind of stuff. So totally,
1: it's, it's, it's just it's, them. We have to. We like, it's because of that's their brand. They're all over the place. It doesn't make sense sometimes, and that's we're gonna get let them get away with it.
0: Absolutely not. It does not make sense that Ramona is like ushering in the delivery guy and making him give her compliments and love her so much. And I'm like, this man, Ben, the delivery guy, just wanted to get on with his day. He was like, you please, <laughs> please just adjust the tip on Postmates so I can get to the next order. Because She's like, come on in. And I, I dropped the almond croissant this morning. I'm so messy, <laughs> so clumsy. You know, I look young. And don't I look young? I, I, I know I'm gorgeous, but you know, I'm totally messy. <laughs> and he's like, so on the counter love
1: <laughs> it was like, almost like um when lou was flirting with the tennis guy and was like well maybe you'll meet your your uh a woman today and he was like i don't think so
0: <laughs> yikes
1: <laughs> <laughs> like oh, i don't think so, so. she was like that's oh you so just funny. shut me down
0: <laughs> Yeah, real easy, too. Um, aside from that, really all there is to talk about with this episode is that everyone is drunk from start Mm -hmm. to finish, and it felt like the Hamptons, but a little bit more uniformed. And I think this level was good for me. I like this right here. It Mm -hmm. felt good. The fighting was getting worse. Compliments were involved. I mean, insults were involved. Dorinda is drunkenly critiquing Luann for being a drunk, but with a mugshot. And that is the important different differentiation that Dorinda wants us to remember. It is totally. not just that Lou is a drunk, because so is she. It's the mugshot. Do you think that's her go-to because it's the only thing that they can't like throw back on Dorinda that she's also a drunk?
1: Totally. She knows that that's a trigger, and that was... I was actually shocked that she went there. this I, I know I shouldn't be, but I was a little yeah. shocked, because for. she knew she knows what um she knows what happened the last time they didn't speak for a long time and i'm pretty surprised that lou has like let this slide um which is great i mean i'm i'm glad that she did but um it's it was shocking to me i'm not gonna lie it was
0: shocking to me too and it felt like it just kept getting worse when those upstairs and packing She's packing and crying and crying and packing. And she decides, I cannot stay here in this house. I can't stay in this house. And uh-huh. so she's leaving the house and Dorinda is still slurring and she's over there. Yeah, Giovanni, Giovanni. I'm like, you're singing her song that's not going to upset her, I promise. Oh, it's my God. And, and she's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're welcome. I gave you Giovanni. You still haven't thanked me. Yeah, go out of here with your Giovanni and get out. And she's like, Dorinda, what is wrong with you? And she goes, what's wrong with you? And I'm Giovanni. And I'm like, how are we still having this fight? I are- don't understand.
1: Is it just me or like I feel like um this is might be the first like physical altercation we've got although it was very minor physical altercation with Dorinda and Lou like pushing out the door and on Rony, sorry.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, definitely on Roni. Um that's what I mean. And it's also players that I wasn't expecting
1: to be. Exactly. I was. I thought I it was, was going to be my girl. I
0: thought it was yeah. going to be Leah first that was going to hit somebody or something.
1: Right. Or Sonya
0: drunkenly by mistake.
1: Yeah, no, totally. I was, I thought about that because I was like, I don't, the only thing I remember slightly physical is like when Ramona threw a drink at Kristen's lip, but that wasn't like pushing or like, you know, there was no, like they just really have never really touched each other in any sort of way before.
0: Right. That felt weird for me, and I was like, "Oh, I don't. I think we're going far." But also, okay, Okay. y'all never want to y'all never want to give any Dorinda any boundaries, and you never want to cut her off. And sometimes it's like, as much as it sometimes can be fun, I wonder with some of them, it's such a catch twenty two because you have women who clearly have substance problems, and Mm -hmm. it's only reason what we're talking about it is because it's playing out so heavily on the show whereas most of these franchises there's something going on for a lot of them. I mean people have criticized Summer House many times of being mm-hmm. locked in that bathroom for a little too long. They've accused the podcast <laughs> being about something else. And oh, so a yes. lot of it I understand you can't clean up every everything because also it makes for good content and there's just a world that people that people are involved in that we Regular lay people on the couch watching this or not in these type of circles because we wouldn't usually have a reason to be, otherwise, we might be on the show. <laughs> we don't know about it, so I get it. But at the same time, it's like they, cl- Dorinda clearly has something going on. I'm surprised she's not considered a liability yet. Yes, uh, it doesn't seem right that she's not a liability yet.
1: Yes, I think I have a feeling I'm not sure. Where it's gonna go next season? I feel like we're gonna, unfortunately, fortunately, and unfortunately, gonna get a cast shakeup next season, and I don't know what that means for Lou, Ramona, and Dorinda. And I feel like I don't think Dorinda would go, but I feel like she could benefit from like taking some time to like regroup for a season. And then, yeah. come back. dry out, dry okay, dry out. Yeah, it's just something because it just sort of feels like right now she's really going through something and it can get a little dark. <laughs> and oh, like, it's
0: very dark, it's yeah, very dark. And it's and to, to be fair, you know, many people have said that she's just now grieving Richard, um, and that makes sense, but also. I'm very leery about that, because if that if we're going to use that same um, reasoning, though Mm -hmm. it was not really her decision to do it, then people should have given LVP a lot more slack. And I'm not saying that she wasn't wrong in everything that she, you know, participated in on Beverly Hills. But when someone is grieving and they're Mm -hmm. on TV and there is any kind of alcohol involved at any point in time or not, it's insane to grieve while working. I can't Mm -hmm. imagine doing it on TV. So if Dorinda is really grieving, then yeah, we probably need to dry her out and make sure that she can mm-hmm. get through this. But give her some actual like therapy. Um, mm-hmm. And the same thing, I, exactly the same thing I said with Lala, when watching her verbally annihilate um, Raquel on Vanderpump Rules and at the, her job in front of patrons is like, she, of course she would not, she would tune everything else out because she is in grief but it wasn't fun to watch that's not good TV because there's a certain level of rage and fury behind it because you're mad at the world you're mad at this person for leaving Mm. you you're mad at them for leaving you alone you can't talk to them you can't touch them so it becomes very tough to express your feelings and your emotions without some other level of of emotion on top of it and without Mm. all your other emotions not being related to this one thing so It feels like we're in a place right now where it's not fun to watch Dorinda be drunk because we know it's going to come with something that Mm. we don't want to sit through. Like, I don't want to deal with it.
1: Like, and I think the one thing that I've also realized this season, and I've said, I feel like a couple times, um, with Dorinda, she is getting a lot of flack when she's drunk and she's insulting somebody and yada yada, but I think we all have to take some ownership and responsibility on that because we've enabled that. We lived for old school Dorinda, like, put the easy pass on your Holland Tunnel, bitch. Or like, you know, like, we live how you do and not well, bitch. Like, we give these one-liners that she would throw at people. I made it Celebrate. Yes. I made it She was drunk, each of those times. Totally. So it's... That's the the other like flip side of where I'm sit or where I get conflicted because it's like we can't get mad at her for doing some of these things when we've kind of celebrated and created this monster as well, right? If that I do makes agree, sense.
0: I, I it does it does make sense. And then we get Leah, who's another one that I'm very worried about because she can't break the fourth wall, but arguably her mom was upset with her because she was going to be drunk on national television. And I can understand why, because she introduced us, but she lost like all her personal identifying belongings. Cause she would get drunk or she could black out. And now we're watching her. I mean, really commit to being drunk. I mean, she's in there, she's in there deep and good. And it's been years since she's really been drunk. And that's not to say that she has a drinking problem. There are other things going on. She's talked about publicly, you know, her having a, a mental, health um disorder and so if there's any amount of medication in that that can mess things up also if you Mm -hmm. haven't drunk in nine years and you were definitively a lot younger when you were drinking your Mm -hmm. metabolism it doesn't always hang out with you oh hell no when she did i mean i don't know how overnight i went from being able to take multiple shots Multiple vodka sodas and then go to another bar. And once I walked to the other bar in college, I was fine. I was like, okay, (laughs) round two. Who's getting the big roll with me? I get the big straw and now I'm like, me, and I, I think I had a, we had, I had a friend who um, came over. We socially distanced. We never touched. I literally, people, I sprayed them down at the door, made them take off their clothes, throw it in the wash. They changed their clothes. Then they can hang out with me. Then they went home with their clothes. And so it's fun. Um, there we go. I take things very seriously. But we took two shots and she ended up sleeping over because we were yeah. tired. <laughs> we were like, oh no, we need to watch some drag
1: race and go to bed. I mean, like literally if you take a break from, if I would take a break from drinking, even for I'm like a week or two, the first time you drink after that, your body like gets used to not having it. So you're going to get drunk a lot faster. Imagine nine years. And not Ooh. only did she like, like lean in, she dove headfirst into the deep end. And as New York calf would make as you do. Totally. And I, I applaud her for doing that as, like, I don't want to encourage, like, if she has, like, a drinking problem, I, like, I don't know what her relationship with alcohol truly is, like, because, right. like, part of me, whenever she was talking about all of this, it was, like, it didn't seem to me like she is somebody who has, like, a, an addiction to alcohol based on what I've seen and how she's talked about it or anything. No, um, I
0: think her reaction with alcohol just becomes very uh, like difficult to explain and understand. And I can right. understand why her family wants right. to protect her because it's her daughter who is yes. young who could see this. And she may maybe she doesn't want to think that her mom is not okay at any right. point in time. I mean, we, we we've listened to Bethany talk about like saving her mom from a lot of situations and she's like, that, that sticks with you for a long time. If you have any hint that your mom is like not okay. And even if they explain it to you, but really Leah should not have to explain that to her daughter, period. She doesn't want mm-hmm. her daughter to be worried about her. But she's also, right. uh, she's a, a, a great mother and the daughter seems to really love her. They have a close relationship. And I think her family just wants to protect her and protect that. Right. And, not, and she has a business and she's on TV, you know, doing a lot of stuff. Right. So they just want to protect it. And I can understand that. Am I concerned for her? Yes. Do I respect and understand why she did this? Yes.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Those are a
0: crazy batch of women. I mean, this dinner party is absolutely wild. I mean, the women, Lou is going outside. And she is crying and Leah feels genuinely new to this. And I I love her. She's so green because Mm -hmm. Luann is dramatic. She's fine. They're all fine. They're crying, but they're gonna be fine in like eight to 10 hours max. And Luann, Clutches her chest and she just starts sobbing straight on the camera. And mm-hmm. I was like, Oh, Louane, oh, the acting this week is great. I was just but... gonna
1: say, did we actually get a tear? <laughs> we may have gotten a tear once we got outside, but up in the room when she was packing her belongings, those snitch, crocodile snitch. tears, like, oh my god, there were literally she there was nothing there. She was trying to no. so hard to get one little tear out, but those sounds Baby, she was acting for the the gods right there. Yes, she was auditioning.
0: mm -hmm. She was like, I will make Chicago reconsider. They'll call me that. Amen. Though I definitely shot them in the foot when I said they they already (laughs) called last season and they didn't. dark. But she is making them reconsider it now, honey.
1: So you know what? Another thing that I thought of during this episode, and I guess the episode prior, you know where, like, so Lou this season has been back to like sort of a a voice of reason, which was so starkly different from last season where I literally could not stand watching her. Like she went back to that old, like delusional, like different headspace Lou Anne, where she Mm -hmm. like cabaret, her cabaret, like she just was so out of touch. And this season she's like, "Oh my God, I love watching her again but her one per trigger cabaret will send her into a spiral like that damn townhouse sends Sonia into a spiral yep it is do this not weird come for her performance honey but it's this weird spiral of blue like they literally leave their brain and their bodies during it. do you notice that it's like Sonia yes. when she gets like so worked up in the townhouse she's like it's kind of like when they um, Dorinda tried to take her to the Morgan house and she just like turned into Sonia like 2.0 Morgan. or like, like Sonia Morgan, yeah. She turned versus like Sonia Rita. And she went into this weird delusional space. And it I when I watched that happen this week with Luann and the cabaret, I was like, oh my God, these two are the same, but their triggers are just like different. It's like computer it's almost like a computer you just if you hit that button all of a sudden they switch to this Mm -hmm. like weird weird alter ego and it's so interesting to see
0: it really is she didn't do cabaret she did cabulesque yes oh my god girl girl. so if i've never had an argument to say the word semantics before it's this one because it's literally down to mere words And this is basically, this is what Carol used to say about Bethany. If you're arguing semantics, it's because you don't have a point. So you're you're coming after the nitpicky details. And she's Mm -hmm. like, it's Sonya. She did Cabroulette. It's not the same thing. Okay, but she did a show. She was in it. She starred in it. And she sold tickets. And people came. So she is arguably a performer and you she's done it with you before for free that was the one time favor mm-hmm. you're now asking her to do it again you can understand that she may want to have a little contract to me it sounds like at least for the night of the show she just mm-hmm. takes a little bit of the door money it's not a big deal like for the night that she's in if she's not on tour with you then it's fine but for the night that maybe someone can't come and do the piano or they're back on their performance have Sonya mm-hmm. come, she takes yeah. a little small percentage and then it's boom, it's done, it's one time and you have a great show and people will make up for it because they want to see both of you instead of just one. Yeah. It happens all the time. I mean, I love the one house, but if you tell me two are there, I'm lit.
1: Mhm. I amen. I I think Lou is really I she's really she's really delusional in the fact that I think she doesn't think that Sonia's star power is like strong enough to deserve a paycheck, and Which that's insane to me.
0: Arguably, Sonya's is the is the strongest on that. Yes.
1: Page. But there the other... is a
0: great deal of money I'd put in to say that Sonya would actually gather more if it wasn't for the fact that people have already said Luann's show they either think it's a disaster and they loved it or it was great and they loved it well and then,
1: that, yes that's the thing is like so I went to Lu's show when she was here in LA and I loved it we had a blast but it wasn't because of the show it was because you're the, surrounded by housewife people. We were literally with our people. We were screaming, money can't buy, you, you know, like all of her songs and stuff. So, yes, I enjoyed her. It's like her, coming but
0: to church. It, know, was, can, exactly. it, it was, exactly. It was not about all
1: your people. Yes, it's not about like, oh my God, I loved that ballad that Luann sang. Like, fuck that. No, it was like- No, we were... we're not watching
0: Beyonce. We're she just is excited not... to all be here, overdressed, doing the most, seeing her ridiculous outfits, and finally being involved in the experience that she keeps putting on TV. It's like, we're there, we're here. This is happening. Oh my God, it's a fun thing. I... But I really need anyone to be on, in on that joke.
1: That's what I was going to say. She's not in on the joke. And that's what's so hard. It's like- girl, like, I think you would even enjoy doing your cabaret even more, and people would enjoy it even more if you were in on the joke.
0: That's how you know she's not a real comedian, because the comedic timing would have been great. She'd have been like, oh, I know why you're here. Like, I could have wrote it for her, because it's, it's really simple. Comedians do it all the time. They bring in their own experience, and what they know your perception of them is. Mm-hmm. to other people I actually say let me tell you if people have not seen this Hannah Gatsby's is a comedian who has a special on that called Douglas it is mm-hmm. one of the funniest things I've ever seen it's very you know socially um uh, uh critiquing and it's really great that way because she's not American so too I love listening to other people's comments and critiques of America who aren't from here because they're just outside looking in like, what totally. is going on over there? And it's yes. hilarious to hear their take on it. So she does mm-hmm. this really cool format where she tells us exactly what we're, she, she's going to give us because based on what a blogger told the world uh, in a review about our show. So she's like, well, let me be very clear. I don't know what you were expecting. Let me tell you exactly what I'm going to do because she's in on the joke. And I love when right. the comedians pull from their reviews, their critiques, their haters, and I'm like, someone said this. <laughs> I
1: don't exactly, want to say that, but
0: they're they're in on it, and it makes it even funnier.
1: Totally, you want even more. You know who I think is really in on the joke, and that's why she thrives is Sonia.
0: Oh, Sonia is a thousand percent in on the joke, and I that's
1: think, one of the reasons why we love her. I think that's why I when people get so so worried about her, there's times where I have been very worried about her, but other times. Like, yeah, right like now, now, I'm not worried about her because I think she's literally leaning into this drinking and this Sonya persona. I don't know that that's something she's doing all the time. You know what I mean? I think she kind of, in this moment, was like, I'm filming, I'm putting it on, I'm in on the joke. Maybe Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, I don't know. But I no, like that. I don't to think, think that you're wrong
0: sad. about that. I think Sonia's is actually very much more humble than people realize about her. Um, mm-hmm. I think that they think it's just that she's fun. I think she's really been humbled. I mean, she's currently staying with Dorinda, I believe. And mm-hmm. um, it's either Dorinda or, no, yeah, I think it's Dorinda that she's staying with. She's mm-hmm. staying with somebody because um it's been very much alleged that that smaller apartment that she was living in was actually her daughter's the one that her daughter's father bought for her and that at some point it was no longer a conducive living situation for them which tracks because i really much so was like this is not the home of someone like sonia morgan but Mm -hmm. it is the home of some billionaire's daughter that makes sense totally um i mean the townhouse is being rented out and I don't think she has all the assets and stuff. So I think she's actually a really humbled woman who just is having a good time and it's happening with her friends, but she's just doing, you know, the best she can to live her life. And sometimes that does need to be a little bit drier, but at the same time, at least she is in on the joke. Because then we hear this rumor that Lynn was trying to like get up and sing and dance with the jazz band at the jazz club because <laughs> she, she's a real respected performer. She's like, want me i know they do honey they don't want you to sing (laughs) at all you're just a patron to them up in connecticut but i have to ask you steven why did we not get footage of this jazz club? i'm so upset about this
1: i am too you know what i wonder why as well i wonder if because i i guarantee that like production like followed but maybe they weren't given permission to go into the like into the bar because it was such an impromptu like leave, you know? That like, makes do you, sense. Do they have to get like a permit for the bar or do they have I to think get they permission? they actually do. Yeah, so maybe it's It's the
0: reason why Summer House like, only films at like one place every single right. time they go out because totally. all the other restaurants are like, no girl, no, I don't want like, it. I don't you're want allowed it. to
1: film like you're allowed to film on your cell phone at the bar and then they can put it on television, but I'll, but I yeah, think I that think...
0: Ramona and Leah probably were too little little too slosh to be able to do that.
1: Yeah. So I wanted I wanted that performance. I needed it.
0: I really did want to see that. I would have loved to see Leah try to flirt and pick up this man because mm-hmm. he came. So obviously he was intrigued. And I would love the idea that Ramona didn't hit, hit on anyone and I'm very confused and concerned about that
1: because Leah said it was a room full of ninety year old men. So yeah. like, I mean, like I guess although I Bluestone so Manor nice. Although Bluestone Manor's basement might have been flooded, I guess Ramona's
0: wasn't. (laughs) 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 No, you did not. Oh. (laughs) And then Sony goes, 90-year-old man, I should have been there. Exactly. (laughs) I just love her. She's so in on the joke because the pictures have gone around of her and her ex-husband. And they were people have been shocked it was like when her daughter was like five and they're like you know son is looking gorgeous and they're like oh so he was old old when he she was old her. old. Yes. he wasn't he old was he was old old old
1: old, old okay. and rich rich <laughs> hello
0: uh, okay it's morgan I, the, the jp morgan chase i owe them money right now so um i get it he's rich off of me so
1: i didn't marry the uh the morgan i married the bank <laughs>
0: That's smart, girl. That's real yes. smart. More of that. And now we're, you know, the next morning, they're all fine. Dorinda calls Wayne. It's fine. She's like, I love you. She's like, I love you too. And so, you know, both said things because I have to forgive and forget. We heard them say they had to forgive and forget in, in about three confessionals. They just had they had no choice but to move on. And I'm like, okay, we're really gonna move on. I think the best display. Of that, even beyond Dorinda calling Luann and being like, "Let's just move on," and I'm sorry, and Luann's like, "Well, I mean, you got to get past this resentment you have of I me." Mean, really, in her confessional, she said that. Mm-hmm. Best example of this is Sonya in the car going, "I'm not gonna run and hug her and get not going." Luann. <laughs> <I was>
1: like, <laughs> See, that was- this is where Roni thrives so much. It's because if you. Uh, Lou did not thrive in this last season obviously but she was definitely going through a, some sort of she was going through it last season but this mm-hmm. is this is why we stand these women so much is because you can be screaming you're a slut you're a whore you, you're this you're that you can't sing and then the next morning they're showing up to brunch let's pour another mimosa let's move it on and we don't I love pick- it we need that. We need that. We really do because
0: it's gonna help in next week after we get through this dinner party that they were all shopping for. I love that the caterer sent y'all to go do the shopping. I mean, I guess because he's in your party for free and he didn't have to. And mm-hmm. so long as, like, I want everyone to know, I also have fabulous friends. I know Colin <laughs> too. Not in yes. like a oh, I know him too type of way. Of, like there's a scene of. In the next season of atonement where the ladies are fighting about how close they are in relative to the Yes. Thomas, and yes. I die because I'm just like, girl, none of you are.
1: I yes. have to mention,
0: so what? I mean, they did live there, so you have about as much as I did. Like I saw um, Sasha play in a basketball game once, and that all oh, of the yes. service were in Hawaiian shirts because I was at my best friend's basketball game and I was like, oh wow, that's an Obama. That's yeah. about you have the same. You mean Sharice f- are on the same page.
1: My friends teach um, Michelle Obama's uh, solid core and soul cycle classes. We're 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 like all a degree of separation. Hello.
0: <laughs> like I mean if you, it's a small even though it's literally three basically states in a way, it's mm. three states, but it's yeah. still a very small and they're not, they didn't sit in the house the whole time they were in the office for eight years and they don't sit in the house now. So I just love that scene of them being like, you know, my daughter goes to school with the girls. Oh yeah, well mine, you know, she plays in the same club basketball with the girls. And I'm like, Girl, okay, and it made me feel like that again when Sonya's like, I know Colin, Kahn. we have the same friend. Did you see it? But not yes. in like a pretentious way, she's just like a Dorinda is praising this guy, and Sonya's just like, Oh, Colin, Colin's coming. I love Colin, and it's cute. Yes. I love Sonya's energy sometimes.
1: I do too. I do too. Actually, and on that same note of <laughs> the girl that does, um. Michelle's soul cycle she during covid um you know how Ramona and Avery were doing lives of them exercising with trainers on oh don't uh, i know it she sunny did um a, a workout with Ramona and Avery on Instagram live and i was dying i was living for good it good for this woman you know, I know girl. i was like go Sunny, you're killing it! Shout
0: out to Sunny, we are proud of you. I mean, I may not like Ramona, but that's good for your for your coins, girl. So I'm ask
1: absolutely you. absolutely DC is
0: not cheap. That's why I'm moving out of here. So, mm.
1: Where are you um, moving? Coming to me? I'm going to no. That is a,
0: a lateral move, Stephen. I know, but come <laughs> that on, that is not going to help me. You know, you're not going to
1: help my wallet. You can, I mean, you could we come stay in the second bedroom with us.
0: I am going be a roommate. to be a roommate. That would be fun. They better give us a camera. Bravo, oh. constant. We can make that work. People's
1: Couch 2.0.
0: I've been saying put me on it. Bring it back and put know. me on it. it might A-9. really want something. Destiny A-9. went from People's Couch to Shaw's Sunset, so it could happen. Yeah. I could really start somewhere and go someplace, you
1: know. So and, I'm I'll be waiting for you when you get out here.
0: <laughs> now I'm going to the Black Hollywood, Atlanta, where more oh,
1: that's a good choice too. Yep, and it's a uh, cheaper one. So
0: I'm going, but I'm coming right back to DC. I am as mm-hmm. soon as I can and can get everything going to finish my degree. I am coming right. I am a born and raised girl here, and I just love yes. this area. I never. I, leave. Love I love DC too. It. It's I invigorating. Too. It I mean, love really everything is. about it. The percentages a botanic women it's like what it's like home for me i yes. love
1: it i need it and like it's so but crazy so because
0: they're so fun i love it yes
1: it's like as if um you know like we have a hot mess in the white house right now but you know like 90 percent of the people in dc are uh, you know on our side so it's like yeah. you, you gotta love the area <laughs> the you city. know yeah, <laughs> it's like this
0: thing looks like. It, like people always doorstep. Be. You almost feel bad for yes. <laughs> the Yes. hilarious. Uh, play. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then I just love it. I mean, my parents are natives, so they're not leaving, and I want to stay. So I'm like, I'm going to be back. But at the moment, um, the coins are low. We got to go rebuild, restaff, refresh. And then we'll be back. we come visit and the coins is over. We'll be all all good. Maybe we'll also throw a major dinner party that Colin Cowley. He's you know. Yes! He is, Obama, you heard. Maybe yes! Yes! can snip the salad and it just unfolds. <laughs> <laughs> a oh, my thing. gosh. I was like, oh, that's fancy. <laughs> What an interesting guest that list! I was so I'm very shocked about this I, guest list.
1: <laughs> I know I was living for the deflowering, though. I mean, it was, yes, it was a beautiful that was moment.
0: So funny. It I was that was great. Man is cooking in a white shirt, like a crisp white dress shirt. He gave a polo, honey. So I was like, okay, good for this. And he's in a, the dinner guest. He's also having Dorinda run around and cut the you know the flowers open, and then we have like, some young gay looking guys. They were fun. I was like, where are you coming from? Whose friend are you? And it just says,
1: Dorenda
0: like, Really? Are we, what? Yes. What is going on? I know.
1: It was, it was everything I needed. Oh, Melinda. I didn't, we didn't bring up Melinda yet. Oh my God, Dorenda uh,
0: and Melinda. I thought that,
1: I literally wrote to myself, Melinda and Dorenda? That, that was literally, good. that was my 2020 ballet I was hoping for, to be honest.
0: Oh my God, that is. But also, the the, just the naming of Melinda and dorinda feels so fifty. Feels right. It
1: feels right. Feels
0: like the time when they were born and running around doing stuff in the sixties. Probably, I really enjoy that. Where you did certainly rhyme names of your kids all together now
1: makes for a great
0: family Christmas card.
1: Amen. A. I love that.
0: Um, the the guys that come in, they're there, and he's asking Ramona. They looked so happy to be five and I really wanted that for them, so I was really happy for them. Um, They looked more thrilled than Ben, the delivery guy earlier. So I was happy for these young men to be there with all these older ladies who are, (laughs) you know, getting drunk and paying themselves. Um, And I, he asked Ramona, you know, about the app and she was like, "Get me up on the apps," but it's really hard because, you know, I'm in the one percent, and I promise you, I choke. I know. <laughs> Nobody in the one percent is 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 hand picking poop out of
1: the toilet with some. Oh floor. my god! i know, and I swear to God, that woman is not in the one percent. There's no way, no way. One. No way. The
0: one percent. I have people go past your quote unquote restaurant in New York, or empty. Okay, I have people be like, I don't know if she's still involved with it. I don't think she is. People are sending me articles. I don't articles. think she is. And then, True faith, you've been to tell me you were the 1% off some crosses. Mm-hmm. Um, and velour um, jumpsuits
1: when Juicy Couture was a thing, girl. I know, a- right? I feel like she, it's, it's very telling that the fact that all of her businesses that tried to get off the ground on the show failed, that's very telling.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's sad. And Bethany's did not, and they hated her for it. They really yes. did. And Bethany's the complete opposite. Like, I'm on. I honestly, she's the best rags to riches story I've ever seen. We watched her try so to peddle V cupcakes to people in a grocery store, and they literally scoffed at her, flipped her off, camera, and now she is this maven who has her own show. It's amazing.
1: Yes, I, I think that they're like these women they're gonna like i want ramona's to revive her pinot grigio i know she never will because it's gonna fail but i i want to see another business of hers i just have to i have to and i think the ramona pinot grigio gone too soon
0: uh yeah i think she could have tried to really make that work if she
1: <laughs> wanted to
0: um, I am curious to know if it's one of those LLC fraud things that a lot of housewives have been accused of doing, um, mm-hmm. and that's why I didn't go off. But she has some more prototypes. The other girls who have been alleged to do this little dance where they get credit lines from the bank by starting their own business, so they basically can have credit lines to support their lives.
1: Uh, um, because, oh, uh, that's an interesting aspect.
0: Oh, allegedly, that's why we never got the one prototype of that toaster oven
1: of, of what sorry
0: fair, of the toaster oven oh and to be fair i love Sonia, it but that's a thing. i
1: okay it's hear a lot me to out. keep
0: up that home i mean we hear... I mean, would about to keep up that townhouse and it was falling totally
1: apart. okay like hear me out i think i would actually buy a Sonia toaster oven Oh no, we totally would. That's the thing is like, why did it not? I didn't not buy a
0: toaster oven. Like, because again, I, the credit line was just to support their lives. So they didn't oh. do a lot to bring the business to fruition. But to be honest, that just sounds to me like, though I've had that allegation and I'm being a practical person, it makes sense. I'm like, girls, well, also believe in yourself. And it sounds really hippy dippy, but give yourself a little credit buy these things from you they might really want to buy these things from you right frantic the toaster oven came out before like a bravo con time where basically we were all we're all so invested and actively invested that we will tell you we'll support you but even then i'm like you know that someone might buy this one if they're buying bethany they might buy your pinot grigio like they really might like just give it a try don't just sell yourself short Take the money and run and only make like three prototypes to see it on the show because then right. we can look for Shiba Sheree. It won't exist. And then we're like, okay, so mm-hmm. how do I support you? I don't understand.
1: Right. Like, I <laughs> I also laughed with Ramona's business. Do you remember the hair extensions?
0: I sure do. I mean, oh. I she's not plugging ages by Ramona every five seconds this season. I'm very confused.
1: Good. I'm very confused because like, well, the hair extensions at least wasn't her business. So, like, it like that partnership failed because she didn't fulfill her end of the deal, whatever. But, like, she's really not, like, it's, it's weird that she comes up with these businesses and then she does not plug them as much as you think she would. Like, I don't know. Does Ageless even really exist anymore?
0: I am not sure. I do know the last time I checked, Ramona's... Um, alleged celebrity net worth was not putting her into one percent i'll tell you that much that's what i know <laughs> i looked at it, it was like not more than like 16 or something million dollars and that's not that's not nothing to cough at but it's not no. the one percent in america not this country
1: no ma'am not
0: even in new york not on the east side not anywhere uh-uh.
1: <laughs> like
0: that is that's, that's not a number that you that's be child's play
1: for- it
0: is child's play it does look like Aegis by Ramona does exist in some capacity. Um, it's sold on Amazon. We'll see if it's actually available.
1: She has oh, a it is. Oh. Looks,
0: it looks good. It looks real. And that's, that's a plus.
1: I am you. Like, you know, that was my side hustle when DC was doing like skincare, like protectables stuff. So maybe Need to give me uh okay. little skincare okay. a little try. See,
0: let me do like
1: a little review.
0: Stuff. Yeah. Do it. I mean, she'll never see your DM to ask you, know, if you ask her to send it to you, so you might as well just buy it and just yeah. go ahead and do a little thing. It's 3999, people. Her web really just redirects you to Amazon. So save yourself the trip and just go straight to Amazon. Um, oh, so and this is the it.
1: serum. And then yes. she has another thing too. Mm-hmm. Get it. Oh on no, that's crime. Ramona. <laughs> Ramona, never <Yes>. mind.
0: <laughs> yep. So it looks like she's doing too much. She has like a couple of things that you can go ahead and buy. I know it's it looks mm-hmm. like it's a just one. the one. So the um, she got the one and it's in stock. So you can go mm-hmm. ahead and get that. Tell her out. Show her you support her. And um, then we get Leah's bartender, he comes. So now the party's really getting started. And I'm mm-hmm. like, this is the wildest cast of characters. I was concerned that she was meeting a fresh um, new man being so wasted because she was playing the piano like, OK. And he was like, yeah, this is fun. Um, but he seemed cool. He seemed chill. They yep. were you know, the youngest people in the room. She let us know that by saying she to the period in the room for the people who don't. And yes. I was like, okay, fair and true. Sure. Like
1: accurate, accurate. Did I need to know that at that moment? Probably not. No, but like we didn't say timing was everything. Here. We didn't say they were it's... great at timing on that show, you know? <laughs> And Rosé
0: won't let you be good at timing. So Amen to that. I get Amen it. Amen to that. Um, I mean, the entire Summer House cast is drunk on Rosé the entire time they're there. And it's it's pretty epic. So I know what happens pretty yep. quick. So, yeah, we get this amazing party that we're not quite done with. And we'll see what happens next week. Shut everything down because I guess she's just had enough of Leah's mess. And I'm like, mm-hmm. have you seen this show this is not the classy one. I thought yes. they were. Saying, this is not the classy one. I knew we were gonna get some air of this when they were going back and forth about the tattoos. And they're like, "Well, I would never." I'm like, "I'm sorry, you draw the line where?"
1: Right. I literally
0: watched Sonia lose the knot on her wrap dress on a stage. But we draw the line at tattoos.
1: I mean that, and let. Ramona shit all over the freaking patio or something in Cartagena. Like we saw her shit stains. Yes. Like,
0: I'm like so is this the one? This is really this, this is what I'm basing class, class on. <laughs> but somehow Leah dancing and uh, Luana, whomever, on the table is and you know, Ramona is weird. so good at being the devil that she really has me on this podcast defending Leah. And that anybody who's listened to me long term knows that is that is a, that is a, that is a treat. That is mm-hmm. something that they are really, they really are, sh- the girls are, sh- the mixologists are shocked at home right now. They are like, yes. I'm sorry, how many times? Cause I just think it's like, you, you're being ridiculous. You can't, and who made you the director? You're not, the girls yeah. really, when Bethany left, they really were like, oh, it's our time. And I'm like, this is what I was afraid of. As you take down one OG and suddenly everyone's like, well, I guess it's me. Oh, well, I guess it's me. And like, it's not nice. yes. about that. You're right. an ensemble cast.
1: Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, Ramona was just threatened. And this is her way of wanting to, she wants to take down Leah. Because she, I'm sure she's fearing a little bit for her job.
0: Yeah, I can understand that. I found it hilarious that they cut to, and their previews, Avery and her friends walking in like they were something out of Gossip Girl and she was like, you know, you know, the girls bought this for me. So you just really want us to know your daughter like has a gossip girl adjacent clique. But yep. let me tell you something. That went out of style right around the time Gossip Girl ended and, they didn't even-
1: <laughs> and that's why Tinsley was on the show. <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> we would have gotten the real thing if we really wanted it girl exactly we we're not gonna settle for y- your daughter now girl. yeah and to be fair as someone who's in the age range of her daughter I don't, I don't want it i don't want it i don't want to see that i don't like seeing people my age that pretentious i got a lot of slack for being bougie as a child i got mm-hmm. a lot of slack for it. they did not like me at the girl scouts they thought mm-hmm. i was um very pretentious and they were mean to me about it when i was trying to get all my badges because they were like, you won't get down and dirt. And I said, well, I won't. Because that's not mm-hmm. what God intended for my life.
1: Yes, so I, will, I will not get off pizza. my chariot to throw tomatoes with you, sweetheart. <laughs>
0: that is the best line, one of the best lines of all time. But excuse me if I prefer to sleep in a cabin over a tent. If it's an option, I'm taking it.
1: it's so an option, it I will take it. Amen. So if
0: i wanted to be like that, you know, I'm definitely humbled out some as I've gotten over because I've gotten broker, but it seems like it's so the same for angry. So I don't understand how <laughs> the switch flips. <laughs> I don't oh get it. Gosh. And so, sure, <laughs> I'll watch you brag about how your daughter got you a purse with your own money. So <laughs> I, I don't, I, it's, it's something. And then they, they literally pan camera to them walking down the steps. Like there's Serena, Vanderwitz, and the girls. And I'm just like, what are we doing here? I just <laughs> want to know what's happening. And of course, then Ramona wants to shut it down because I agree with you. She is probably threatened because Leah represents what the housewives are going to be. And I don't think it's that Ramona is scared that Leah will take her place or right. anyone's place. I think it's that she had this, she knew it and had the same idea as she really wanted it to be Avery. I right. think that if she had to age out, she wanted a- Avery to come in so she could stay on the show. I mean, that would give her like another 10 years. She saw the reception to Dale. And I yeah. get it. I mean, people would still want to see the mom. There always has to be a mom. So if it's Avery at some point, it could have been Ramona. But t- uh, really, Avery's not old enough yet. And mm-hmm. Leah it does represent the future. She intends People wanted to see in a lot of ways. And we want to see new stories. And that's possible when they have new possibilities for them, which is having new babies and getting new men and, you know, getting married or getting divorced. Like, those are things you can actually see and watch because they're of a younger age. And that doesn't mean we don't want Ramona, but it's her own insecurity that's getting in the way right now.
1: Amen. Amen to that. I Thank co-sign you, all of it.
0: I love when people inter- service with me by telling me that I am right because that's oh. pretty much the attitude that I give myself on the show that I just always
1: am. I agree. I mean, I like. <laughs> I don't <laughs> make. Joke, mi- I don't really make mistakes to be honest. Like, I, if I'm not right, I probably still was right. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I could probably argue that way. I was. I like, could probably I argue my right. way out of. <laughs> I try really hard to only say things that I feel really confident about. And totally. that's really why I'm, I type things while I'm talking, looking things up, trying to find stuff. The only thing I feel still certain about and I know people are gonna probably hear this and be like, "Sonia said she didn't have plastic surgery. I know what I know. And I know mm. I used to watch her stories when they were first started filming. And I remember looking at that face and going, "Oh, choices have been made and purchases mm. have been done. And I they what? have not yet; pre- they're not prepared for filming. But mm-hmm. she looks great now. And she looks fun. fantastic. She I mean, mm-hmm. we've seen Hello. Rena is like known for having her lips like overdone and taking them out, and overdone and taking them yeah. out. And I'm not comparing her to a bearman, but I'm just saying things mm-hmm. were happening on the, over there, and I'm just glad to see everything happen. But that's the only thing I'm ever uncertain about. Otherwise, I try not to say it. So you can always just come and see me. And if you have anything that you have to say to I me, mean, you just take it to Steven. He'll take it because he'll just he'll just look over all of your Instagram deals. Because it's <laughs> so just so too many. So just if you hate me, just, go, just tell tell Steve, please tell people where they could go and complain about me to you and say, why don't you go on that Wretched Girl podcast?
1: <laughs> you can come find me at Faces by Bravo on Instagram and we'll we'll talk some shit, but not against my girl. I'm sorry.
0: Yay! So, of course, please guys, go do that if you're not already, which is ridiculous. Please, hey, anything else you want to plug? Something you're working on, something you're excited about, something you're oh, doing?
1: Oh, yeah, um, well, a couple things. Well, of course, in my bio on Faces by Bravo, go to my Threadless shop. I am made some like um, Real Housewives uh, masks that, you know what, we're gonna be wearing masks for a while. Let's look cute in our Housewives Let's iconic moments. Cute, hello. So, Go do That's that. Thing. Yes, like I mean, I love it. I've been wearing them around, and they're always a conversation starter, from six feet away, of course, at the like grocery store or whatever. People be yes. like, can, I, can I take the picture of your mask? And I'm like, of course, girl, it's the best. So um, that, and then I have another little project coming and it's in the works, you know, uh, but now we said it has been a long-term thing that I've been like toying with podcast-wise, but I've now like sort of redirected into a new project that I'm not going to completely reveal yet. Um, But it is coming and we've sort of teased it a little bit and I'm excited for you guys to see what it is. Um, And my friends Malcolm, uh, Jeff, and Anil will be part of that, so.
0: I'm excited to see what it is too. And of course guys, after you go follow all of that, you can of course follow me at Mixing with Moni. And anywhere else you podcast, you can find this too. Tell your friends or don't if they're like you know really hating. I don't I don't want that. So um, of course, leave a review. Let me know how you feel about this. If you love it, if you don't love it, here's a much better alternative than leaving me a bad review. Go find something you do love and leave a review over there. Okay. Love Amen. you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. You can find me anywhere you know on Instagram and the Twitter at mixing with mommy and my X I N G W I T H M A N I. And I will talk to y'all next week. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay home. For more about me, Bravo, Housewives, pop culture, and so much more, follow me on Instagram at mixing with M I X I N G W I T H M A N I. So you can keep up with me and don't forget to also leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening and rate me and maybe give me five stars. Thanks so much. Bye.